Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This episode brought to you by the following patrons. Jay's Pack, Sex Caliber, Bones A Lot, Madeline, Edward, Sunzi, Alyssa, Vixen, Holly, Natasha, Laura, Boise, Jeremy, Ali, Mr. Ragebomb, Libby, Wes, Dreskel, Aaron, Kristen, Tia, Jonathan, Kate, Isaac, and Karoon. And all the patrons want you to know you're loved, you're listened to, and you're a valuable member of this awesome horror virtue community. And if you want to hang out with us, do so in the Facebook group where we hang out daily. Dig through Keanu and work through Anthony Hopkins and Winona's also here in this Dracula. <laughs> I love that she can't do it. Like she I aggressively cannot sing like Rob Zombie. Um, she fucks what looks like a werewolf in this movie. And then I was told later by Natalie that that was supposed to be Dracula. That's correct. It's ironic though, because it was missionary. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into Horror Virgin. I'm Paige. I'm Mikey. And I'm your Horror Virgin Todd, which means I don't like scary movies, and sometimes you guys make me watch them, but this week you didn't. You made me watch what I think would be like a 13-year-old horny version of a 1900s young adult novel, uh-huh. and that is... Bram Brave Stoker's Dracula. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah, yeah Bram that's right. Stoker's Dracula. Oh, is that how you say it? Not this one. <laughs> this film feels like if Tumblr made its own movie. Well, <laughs> here's my frustration with this movie. I although I don't hate that Tumblr comparison because that because that is accurate. Visually, this movie is very interesting. This is also the closest to the book. Of like any oh, Dracula yeah. adaptation, no shit, which is Paige. fucking wild. Yeah, of course it's closest to the book. They were like, let's do the book as is and then just add HBO levels of sex into it. How does that sound? <laughs> and normally I would be like, 100%, I back you completely. I believe in your vision. But then this is what comes out of it. And I'm, I'm like, oh, no, wait. I mean, what? No. I do think that this has like all the hallmarks of a Mikey movie, though, because yes. it is like a bunch of famous people doing what they're famous for and just failing at it super hard. But they are all giving 150%, and I oh, do respect oh, them for oh, that. Yeah, they are. They swing hard. They swing so hard. I know a lot of people, D, they tag me and stuff. They DM me, and they're like, is this a Mikey movie? And then I don't respond because like I don't have the time. But in my <laughs> mind, I say, no, it's not because- a four-headed shark is not a Mikey movie. A Mikey movie mostly is a movie that doesn't want to be bad. It wants to be good. Yes. And then it ends up being bad in a good way. And this fits. <laughs> That's the key to Mikey movies is sincerity. Yes. Yeah, exactly. The earnestness at which you tried to make a good movie and failed in a fun way. I think the only person... Who knows how bad shit this movie is? Is Sir Anthony Hopkins? Because if you rewatch <laughs> yes. it, he is like fully aware. He's like, this he goes movie... full Pope's Exorcist for the yes, whole third it's act. Amazing. <laughs> it is awesome. I fucking love it. I was like, oh, he knows. He knows this is shit. Keanu Reeves. I think he was kidnapped and forced to do this movie. Like he looks scared throughout the whole thing. The whole. And thing. I don't think he meant to do it. I think the whole time he's looking for Bill to be like, I don't know if I can convince Dracula to come back with us to the future. 
bruh. I don't think he could convince Dracula he's British, and that's the base level of what he's trying to do in this movie. How pissed would you have been if you were Carrie Elwes in this movie? Like, Ugh. you could have been the very British husband who does everything he can to save his wife. But no. I know. You have to watch a surfer from California chew up and spit out a British accent all all movie. Which one was he? Was he the cowboy or the other no, one? No, 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 no. Carrie Elwes was the one that she was actually going to marry, the one that gives blood. And yes. this is only five years after Princess Bride. So this is like peak Carrie Elwes hotnessness. Oh, like, yes. this is the best era for it. And they don't even give him a fucking close-up. And I was I like, know. how fucking dare you, Francis Ford Coppola, robbing our eyes. Like, what are you doing? But like, I mixed him and the other guy up, the cowboy who died or whatever. Like, yeah, I just called him Tex in my notes, which I think he, I think his name is Quincy. <laughs> I think it is Quincy. Yeah, but Tex is probably just as good. Yeah, right. If there are any problems with this film, if if, <laughs> if it seems a bit unfocused, a bit on on where it's going at times. Sure. And um, you know, I think they cut out some things or edited. They made some. Unfortunately, they did not cut out things, and that's part of the problem. <laughs> I would have picked maybe a couple of the characters to like really stick through instead of like all twenty of them. I love that legit. Five or six people get voiceovers in this. Yes. I was like, what <laughs> is happening? Now we're getting Winona's voiceover? I can actually explain some of that. Like, that, that is a book thing, like, specifically, because oh, a lot course. of Bram Stoker's Dracula is written in letters and journals. So, like, that's what it's trying to do. But here's the thing, whenever you adapt a book or anything, and I know... Every time a book gets adapted, people are going to be like, oh, I wish this part was in it. I wish that part was in it because it was my favorite part reading the book. <laughs> the experience of reading a book is very, very different than watching a movie. It's a whole different medium. It's a whole different medium. And the medium of film really does give you a chance to streamline some of those stories because a lot of what you lose are things like the character's internal monologue and like the things that they're thinking and additional stories that pad out the page count. Like there's and so like. I do think you could have done a more streamlined version of this that is still authentic to the book because this is overly authentic to the book in some ways. In other ways, not so much. Like the book didn't have as much of a like a love story between Mina and Dracula. Like that's not really a thing in what? the book. That's, that's not in the added. Book? No. Because Mina was full on board for Dracula. Like she was coming for the D. Yeah, no, the the book is much more about so like you know, Jonathan goes over, he is kind of a prisoner and he comes back as Dracula comes back and Dracula's kind of like haunting around London and he does target Lucy. That's all the same. Yeah, because he's a fuck boy. Right. And part of it is like <laughs> revenge for Jonathan. Like it's it's more tied to Jonathan than it is her being like in love with him. That's what I thought. But, you know, where would this film be without creeping shadows and, and Gary Oldman's eyes looking at her from every angle and sky. I do love the shadows. I, I like the the silent film kind of treatment it does on some of this yes. stuff. It feels very silent film. You're right. I do love that. But it's also like silent film meets Gary Oldman just walked off the set of Deep Space Nine. So like it is sort of, you know, campy in a, in a way that I was here for. Guys, I liked this movie. We bought this movie tonight. I did too. I'm not ashamed. Hell yeah. I did not buy it. <laughs> I, I didn't because I knew what I was in for. <laughs> I do feel like this movie borrows heavily from both silent film cinema and kind of classic universal monster cinema and even a little bit of 70s giallo in its color work 
and some of its in-camera effects, which a lot of which are practical, by the way. And it gives it a real wild look. I do love it. I love the look of this movie. I love how over the top it is. I just wish they would have cut 30 minutes out of it. And they absolutely could have. And they could have done it just in cutting down the slow, sweeping, establishing shots. I know. There's so much of that, Paige. Yes. But I do, like, this movie doesn't look like anything else. And I give it credit for that. Because you could have very easily in 1992 done an interview with a vampire style dracula and instead they were like that came out two years after this page it's the same era more or less i know but like that's what i'm saying you could have done it that way yeah that's what i think people would have expected (laughs) and instead this movie was like what if we all took quaaludes like let's all do hallucinogens put all the fun gels on the lights and let's just make shadows move like let's fucking go let's give him a weird butt for a hairdo and let's fucking go and i'm kind of here for that i'm here for weird it it is weird his medieval armor looks just like an anus it's like muscles it looks like muscles like fiber muscles yeah yeah like definitely historically accurate i mean dude he stabs a stone cross and it shinings blood all over the room how are you not here for like well that's the key to eternal life Paige. all you gotta do is go to church with a sword stab the cross say you renounce god then drink the blood that pours from the cross boom your eternal life i mean that's in the first five minutes of this film okay i have a question sure had he done that before because he does all of this with the confidence that he knows if he stabs that (laughs) it's gonna shoot blood and if he drinks it he becomes a vampire no Mm -mm. and that's not even in the book either so he just yes ands himself into eternal life of hell and damnation yes and todd again that's not even in that's not even in the book that's a made up part for this movie okay you know what though Paige nailed it I loved it I was like oh wow that is one fuck of a cold open I know I was watching it and I was like you know what sometimes additions are a good thing (laughs) (laughs) yeah because in the book he's just like the mysterious count right or whatever yes you don't you don't get his origin story and the book is largely told through the perspective of Jonathan which is what's so weird in this movie that Jonathan has such a small role I know like Keanu Reeves is in like five scenes of this weird two hour plus epic it's bizarre yeah it's real bizarre but it was very sexy it was like watching HBO after 9 p.m. kind of feeling here. Don't hate it. But it was absolutely batshit insane. I don't know about it. I just don't know about it. There was a lot of moaning, just like so much moaning. And at weird times, you know? like Yeah, act one and a half, up to halfway through this movie, I'm on board 110%. I'm like, more crazy colors, more orgasm murders, weird wolf men, you know, skunk ape nonsense. Let's do it. But then when it's like, it's a carriage race between a bunch of people we don't care about, but I'm trying to care. Then I'm like, ah, I'm not I'm not so much in it. But up until that point, super here for the crazy. It had you. <laughs> it had I me. mean, I was here for the crazy the whole time. I mean, I did hella eye roll at the end when I don't know what happens, guys. Like God like forgives Dracula or whatever. Like her love saved him. It's it's the duality of life and death. Well, okay. All right. Correct me if I'm wrong. So She was like, you know what? My soul is the same soul of that chick from back then. I did throw myself down. I do love you. 
Then he's like, come be my bride forever. Then he's like, wait a minute. I'm actually doing a lot of like self-work, you know, like working on myself. And this is actually a really shitty life. I don't want to turn you into a vampire. And then she's like, my love for you, I will kill you so you can go to, you can go away. And then, then it ends. Okay. <laughs> that was word salad. I honestly think he was close, if not nailing it, right? The whole close. time. Thank very, you. Yeah. Thank very you. close. Yeah. Unintelligible, but close. It's not word salad. That's literally what happened, but it's bad. <laughs> so this movie, it bookends, right? So in the early point, it's their love. And that's the whole thing that drives him to anger and drives him to stab that stone cross and shoot <laughs> blood all over everything. Yeah. But ultimately... It is also that love, flawed though this may be, because she is a completely different person. And I think that any belief that she is the same person is part of his mind control. But anyway, so like it is also his love that leads him to not force her to stay and to rather find his peace in death, which is what maybe he would have should have done in his human life. And so the the book ending of it is first it's him over her dead body which is in that skyline, yeah. you know, glass art. The relief at the end. Yeah, shining down on them in the reverse of her now holding him, allowing him to leave in peace. And then I would imagine she would go on to live the rest of her, of her life. Although I'm pretty sure Keanu Reeves and her are going to have a lot to talk about as she's just like, so I know I cheated on you with literal Dracula. I mean, I don't think they have a lot to talk about outside of good luck with the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll uh, be taking the train back to England. I'd appreciate it if you don't leave till tomorrow. No way, man. He's in it to win it. As unhealthy as it is, he's not chasing Dracula back to Transylvania unless he is going for that sweet piece. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that sweet, sweet piece. Well, and that's part of the thing in the book. There's not really a relationship between her and Dracula. Like she gets bit, like she gets infected or whatever, but like it's not a love thing. And so it's him trying to save the woman he loves. But again, that book is primarily from that character's perspective and this movie really is not. So even though it is one of the closest storyline wise to the book, it shifts the perspective a lot in some weird ways. Yeah. Cause like there's a good 30 minutes where it's like Jane Austen's I'm bored in London. Please vampire. Fuck me. Yeah. In this movie. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> I've read that one though. It is a page turner. It's my favorite Austen novel. Honestly, you know how they made the last voyage of the Demeter about the one chapter of that boat. Yeah. I want just the lady Chatterley's vampire lover of the middle of this movie. Paige, that book exists in many different forms, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. I hate when I'm laying in bed and women just come out of the sheets. And one of them seems to be attached to another one at the lady parts. It's called a threesome page. I mean, yeah, technically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's called lady parts. It's There's a lady in there. Duh. Have you been to health class? <laughs> not in many years because I'm an adult. <laughs> Did you guys not? Okay, I, I have a question. I'll just ask it like this. Why does Dracula have to take a boat? Like, I feel like a train would be just as safe, if not more safe, than a boat for Dracula. He likes boats, man. He's a sailor. I actually have answers for this. Okay, he has to travel with his ancestral soil. Right. Which means that he has to travel in the cargo hold, which in theory he could do yeah, in, a, in train, a train. Although a cargo hold in a ship is likely not going to be exposed to light and is going to be undisturbed for the bulk of the boat ride. And even if the boat sank, he'd still be with the ancestral soil and he could actually still survive that. 
But if a train burned him in the ancestral soil, he probably wouldn't survive that. But he can, when he's in London, he just walks the fuck around. Does he have like soil in his shoes and that lets him walk around? Like none of that makes sense at all. He has to rest in his ancestral soil. I think the movie implies that the people who run the boat are like his henchmen or whatever. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. He's got that little arm in. Not all of them because he fe- he feeds on the crew, which is the other thing too. I think it would probably be a little more difficult to feed on people on a train than it is on the boat. Yeah, it's true. Because he feeds on the crew. The crew is his snack all the way. I don't know, man. People get on and off a train every stop. Yeah, but they'll probably be like, somebody's eating people on this train. We got to like, let's see what's up. Stop the train. Yeah. Or they would just think that person got off the train just isolate the mikey you know the sad single one and then bite him on the neck and kick him off i think it's harder to isolate people on a train it's true it's very public just given the way a train works like unless you have cabins i guess it's kind of whereas the boat they can't get off the boat they all stuck there even if you are eating people you're their snacks you're in the middle of the fucking ocean that is true I'm just saying he probably could have beat them home is all I'm saying. Oh, I yeah. did like that the end of this becomes like a race around the, the globe. Yeah. That was sort of fun that we got, you know, like a 1960s train set miniature shots of. It was great. Yeah, I did kind of like the miniatures. I know it's weird. I like the miniatures. I like the shadow yeah. puppets. I'm I'm here for it. Uh, no, I was here for the shadow puppets too. It feels very silent era and it feels very intentional. Like if, yeah. if it didn't feel intentional, I probably wouldn't like it, you know? I think they are paying homage to those silent films. Yeah, I thought it was cool. Yeah, it's a it's a deliberate style choice. Yeah. Yeah. I bet some people were really pissed when they got to the theater and saw that style choice. Oh, I bet a lot of people were upset. Yeah, Mikey. Like the battle scene being Shadow Puppet. I bet, I bet they're like, what the fuck? See, I fucking <laughs> love that shit. I know you do. I liked it, but I, I can you imagine like the common moviegoer going in like 90s to go see this i mean it it is a fucking choice like everything in this movie is a choice they swung so hard on so many like make or break things for this movie yeah and they chose wrong every time and i respect the commitment to that except that this movie is crazy famous like like so like yeah maybe they chose wrong or maybe they chose exactly right baby like who I know. knows I mean, right listen, people remember it and Paige this made shitloads of money so like yeah I think they did it right I mean I'm curious to see how box office is yeah this was like a thing back in the day people love this movie I think Gary Oldman didn't Gary Oldman get nominated for this oh god I hope not the 90s was such a wild time was this the year there was only one movie I think he played Played the best acting of the group. Oh, Mikey, yes. He did not receive an Oscar nomination. Okay, he didn't, but it was there was a lot of buzz at the time where they thought he might, but he did not. Mikey, he is by far the best actor on screen. And the scenes where it's just him and Keanu are like so funny. Yes. Because there is a person on film who is just becoming Dracula. Yeah. And they are acting across from someone who has never acted a day in their life. And it is amazing. It is wild. I don't know. I mean, I think he's probably like, what the fuck did I decide to do this movie for? <laughs> I do feel like you see the regret in Keanu's eyes. I think it grows yes, throughout the film. Like, he comes hard and then obviously he's like, they changed it where I only have four scenes now, so I don't really give a shit about what's happening here. <laughs> and apparently they didn't. Like, that was the script from, like, Day Uno. Like, I'll, I'll burn a fun fact. So Francis Ford Coppola went all out on this, <laughs> and so he worked with the script, basically, as they were developing it. 
And he made all of the principal actors and actresses read the entire Bram Stoker novel out loud for their first two days of production. Gross. And yeah. According what? to Anthony Hopkins, it took two whole days to complete. Now, I say this as someone who has read that book, and it is a very good book. I liked it. That sounds like the worst part of high school right. or junior high, and I'm not here for it. And also, pro tip, read The Historian by Elizabeth Kostova, because that's a not quite as long, easier read, really fun vampire book. But that's not the one Francis Ford fucking Coppola assigned you to read aloud in your trailer, I guess? Yeah, he's the director, like the principal. Anyway, that and... He very, very much wanted this to be a Dracula-driven movie. Like, that's why it's called Dracula. And so Gary Oldman, when he first read the script, said that he decided to do it just because of the dialogue that Dracula had. It was so crazy. He said he wanted to know what it would feel like to say, I've crossed oceans of time to find you to somebody. And we all found out in this movie. We did indeed. I feel like this movie turned so many, like, 13-year-old girls into goths like back in the day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> or at least horny for sensitive quiet types. <laughs> Gary Oldman is not what I would call the sensitive quiet type in this film. Yeah, I don't know which one you're referring to when you say sensitive quiet in this movie. Jonathan is. Well, Jonathan is. I'm like Keanu was the heartthrob. He's up whispering with her. And every other scene, he's like, it's a me, a Gary Oldman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. A, a hundred. But like when he's with her, he's just like, remember, you're my princess. Remember the flowers on the whatever. And she's just like, oh, <laughs> okay. But is she Elizabeth? Is, is she, is she, is she reincarnated? Yes. Yeah. Is she reincarnated or is this a mind trick? That's the question. Because I don't think she's Elizabeth. I don't think she is. You could read it both ways, right? On the one hand, I think that he specifically sought out Jonathan to find her, right? Yeah, it's it's almost weird when one person goes from one woman to the other that look really eerily similar and only dates one type of visual person. It's not that weird. People have types. Yeah. It's not that weird. This is a joking to both of you. I Whatever. We're happily in relationships and get to have sex whenever we want. Joke's on us, I guess. Into it. I don't care. Yeah. So my my question at that point is, did he track her down because he's been waiting for a reincarnation? Yes. He has been waiting across oceans of time, Paige. Oceans of time. So, but then the question is, she only seems to know or think or understand about this once he starts talking to her about it. And we know that he has mind-altering elements to his powers that's part of the vampire's arsenal. I agree with everything you're saying, yes. I don't think she is. No. no. Yeah, I err on the side of she is not. She is not the reincarnated version of his love. She is someone who looks very much like her and that he has kind of glamored. He's like vamp lighting her into believing it or whatever because yeah, he has yeah, the yeah. mind he, control stuff. No, but I don't think he was, he did not go to London because of her. He was going to London before he knew about her. Yes. Because he wanted to get to the cosmopolitan life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he saw her picture. I mean, that's why he was buying all that property, right? Yeah. So that that's the question, chicken or the egg, because- because, again, this element is not in the book. So this is something we have to theorize from the film. Jonathan is specifically requested to go. Yes. Which to me suggests that maybe maybe Renfield told him about Mina or something that made him deliberately request him so he could keep him in prison and he'd be out of the way 
when he got to London. I thought it was he wasn't super interested in Jonathan until that photo came out. What are the odds, though? Like, that's my thing is like, what are the odds that, you know, the person he would call to help plan this thing would also have the one thing that he wants when he gets there, unless he pre-planned that portion of it, which we know he had Renfield. So Renfield could have given that him that information. Sure. So that could have been a part of it. It just seems weirdly serendipitous if that's not part of the plan somehow. I don't think it was part of the plan. And it got him killed because he went off plan. The things you do for love, Mikey. I mean, Mikey, all I learned by watching this movie is you shouldn't try and go after another man's wife because then she'll stab you and you'll choose peace, a.k.a. death. Uh, Not unless they're the reincarnated copy of my ex. Also, if my harem gets boring or whatever, you have to have a lot of pieces falling <laughs> into place there. <laughs> That, I did like that the vampire harem is in this, much like <laughs> Hugh Jackman's Van Helsing that also has the vampire harem. Does the Hugh Jackman want to have hairy palms? No, but it does have Hugh Jackman as Van Helsing, so like, there's that. That's fun to watch. He'll never be as good as Anthony Hopkins, Page. Never. It's Wolverine. Don't slander Wolverine. I like that Anthony Hopkins pretty much implies that there's other vampires, but this is like a specific one because he's like, oh, this is a vampire. Yeah. Done. Figured it out. So Dracula wasn't the first vampire. Other people have stabbed their sword in a cross and drank the blood that comes out of it before. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing because it's not in a, the book doesn't cover his origins. Before we get into it, what's your favorite? Because I, I have my own that I will share from like a really unpopular Dracula film, but what is your favorite vampire origin story, if you have one? Oh, fully interview with a vampire. They like float into the sky. It's like the most homoerotic thing ever. No, 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 not like, not the who turn you, how do vampires exist origin story? Oh, okay. Because I also know that with Interview the Vampire, and that's also a wild story as well. I don't know it with that one, but... I do love the True Blood one, where you have to be buried and spend the night in the grave with somebody, and then you get dug up the next day, and you're a vampire. And sometimes it's great, sometimes it's not. But I love it because people come out of the soil all the time just like, Ugh, this ruined my shirt. <laughs> it's like, like very practically funny, but... Like, I like the sword in the stone, but like... There's a little-known film called Dracula 2000. Oh, I've seen Dracula 2000. <laughs> Todd, you'd like this. Dracula is actually Judas, and vampirism right. is a curse that Judas got after he betrayed Jesus. Oh, my God. I have to watch this film immediately. <laughs> this sounds amazing. I hope the 30 pieces of silver make a cameo. Like, I can't wait. He talks about it. Yeah. Well, that's why That's why silver hurts him, Todd. Yeah, that's why silver hurts vampires. Yeah. Oh, my God. You just <laughs> blew my fucking mind. I had to remind myself to say something because that's how hard my mind was blown. <laughs> no, and like the, the movie's not great, but I thought that was like a really interesting take on where vampires came from. I love that. I love that. But Dracula 2000 is aggressively the year. It's like the Matrix mixed with Dracula. Love it. That sounds amazing. Yeah, well, it's kind of like, what was the one we watched? Queen of the Damned. It, it's that. It's it's that level of weirdness and badness. Vampires were very hot in the 90s, yes. Very. And very into new metal. Ugh, gross. Or at least the early 2000s, hence the name Dracula 2000. <laughs> Mikey, if I could answer your question, I would say, and I haven't seen it, but I bet the origin story for like the Underworld series is fucking bonkers. So I'm going to say that one. Mm, I Blade, none of us brought up Blade and the whole thing that vampires can be just fucking born that we talked about like ad nauseum last time. We didn't talk about just that. We talked about 
vampire pregnancy. And I was going to bring that up. Like if Bram Stoker's Dracula strokes Stoker. up into her Bram. <laughs> this one's Stoker. Like how long does it take for a baby to make? That's my question, Paige. I don't know. Okay. What I did like about this vampire, he can walk in the day. His powers are like fucking X-Men style. He has a lot of powers. Oh, yes. I believe he can eat real food as well. He can call about the wind. He did pretty good. No, you never see him eat specifically. He watches other people eat, but he personally does not eat. Well, he eats people or blood. He drinks blood. But yeah, we, he doesn't eat food. But he does get to wear some of the coolest fucking sunglasses like 1896 London ever fucking saw. Very true. And he's rocking that monochrome look. Mm. Oof. So 90s. Yeah. But do you guys want to go through this movie scene by scene? Yes, please. Let's do it. We'll start with the cold open. It's 1462. Constantinople has fallen. It's the middle of the Crusades. If you want more information about this time, listen to the Behind the Bastards on Dracula that just came out. Literally. That goes over all of this. Yeah. And how this movie gets a lot of it wrong. But basically, it's the order of the dragon and how that gets established, whatever. So yeah. he is a conqueror and impaler of sorts and he goes out to fight this huge battle and he wins and it's an unlikely win but as part of the battle somebody told his wife that he had already lost and died <laughs> shot an arrow with a note killed your husband yeah Woo! killed your husband yeah. it was the retreating turks like that is such a level of petty that i love i was like <laughs> Hell yes. On your way, running away from a battle you just lost, you prank the general's wife and then she kills herself. Like, you got to be like, this is terrible, but like jackpot, right? Right. Like, no way that worked. No way that worked. But she reads it and is like, oh, no, I'm definitely going to believe this note and not wait for confirmation and know, jumps right? off the castle into the river. Ophelia style. And she dead. Yeah. Full on a feels. Yeah, he comes home. She's dead on the altar in the chapel in the castle. And he's just like, no, Padme, no. But he's still wearing his like huge muscly armor. <laughs> it's yeah. so bad. I love it so much. Yeah. And the priests are like, hey, she killed herself so she can't go to heaven. Which, by the way, is only the case in certain parts of Christianity, not all and not even most. Catholicism, though. Well, but they aren't Catholics necessarily because they're part of the Byzantine Empire. So, like, it's still schism times. They might still believe it. But, like, there's a lot of difference between them and what we would consider current Catholics. <laughs> anyway, he's just like, no! And so he stabs that stone cross. Blood explodes everywhere. He drinks a bunch of it. And he's just like... Jesus has blood and that's why he's got power because blood is power and life and I it shall be mine and I drink it and then we he just says no and end cold open we learned so much and also nothing at the same time it goes to title card yeah just slap title card yeah church is never this interesting when I go no and I'll say this if it was I'd still be there I love this this shit was nuts. It was. And then Paige to throw up a title card as if to say, I know I fucking nailed that cold open. After what we saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I know you want more. God damn it. The audacity of it all. I loved it. It was amazing. Anyway, we cut to London, 1897, four centuries later. And we see Renfield, played by Tom Waits, who is eating bugs, much like the Nicholas Holt version, which I thought was fun. 
And he was just like, he, they think he's unfortunately mentally ill. So they have locked him away. Yes. While he eats bugs and is like, the preparations are in order, master. It's great. Love it. He pulls a real Mikey when he's in his, he's in his jail cell and he eats a bunch of bugs. Well, just open-minded, dude. I was promised eternal life at that vending at that vendor. <laughs> Mikey was promised eternal life if he could eat twenty seasoned crickets, and I did. But you only got to like fourteen, bro. I don't know, man. I think it might have been north. Of you might have eaten twenty. You might yeah. have eaten twenty. I just my favorite part was you were you were too drunk to experience this, and Todd was taking care of Natalie, <laughs> who was also drunk, who was also very drunk. Uh, you had left a bunch of crickets on the table. And one of the event organizer ladies came to wipe the table down. Oh, I remember that. She was like, what the fuck? And she freaked the fuck out. She was like, oh, and I was like, they're cooked. And she was like, is that better? (laughs) And we were like, we don't think so, but he loves them. I don't know. He ate a bunch of them. Y'all are so close minded to other cultures. Like, I'm so tired of being the open minded one on this podcast. Sure. You're the open minded one. Mm hmm. Just because you ate crickets. Yeah. All right. (laughs) It's a very tangibly open-minded thing to do. You know what? I'll remember this the next time we discuss any sex position that's not missionary. I like other positions. As long as you're not on top. That is missionary. What are you talking about? I know. I'm just saying, the only other positions you like are ones where you don't have to fucking work. You can't have it both ways, Paige, on this insult. (laughs) Anyway, Renfield's deranged. Dracula's buying up a bunch of property. And the company that used to employ Renfield that does employ Jonathan Harker is now going to send Jonathan to go talk to Dracula because apparently they don't allow remote work where he's from. Uh, (laughs) So he has to go to Transylvania. You couldn't even like make a phone call back in this day, Paige. They definitely couldn't have done this remote. Yeah. Well, you could have mailed it back and forth because all he has to have him do is sign paperwork. Which is nuts, right? Like, yeah. How much would your life suck if it was like, hey, you're like the lowest man on the totem pole, so you have to go on this six-day journey or whatever to get someone to sign papers. And then, I mean, he doesn't do this, but I guess he was planning on immediately coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When's your flight to Florida? That's not what he's doing in Florida. I'm I'm doing much more than just getting someone to sign something and come back, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's networking. Yeah. He's networking in Transylvania. That's what he is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except it would have been better if he had brought an actual net to capture actual Dracula. Networking. No, it's fine. Anyway, (laughs) so he goes out to Transylvania. But before he goes, he has to stop and tell Winona Ryder that she's going to have to wait for them to get married until he gets back. And they kiss. And I couldn't think of the word for it. So my note just says peacock leaf. But it's feathers. It's peacock (laughs) feathers in front of the camera. And it's a practical effect. But I was just like. So it does look like a leaf. Right? Thank you. I was like, peacock leaves. And I was like, Paige, that makes no sense. I love this, though, because this was like, I really think the first 20 or 25 second dissolve I've seen in a long time. And it does the dissolve from like what I would say is the eye of the peacock leaf. Yes. And that becomes the tunnel of the train, which listen, I thought that was cool as shit. I was here for it. Cool as shit. But I also think they did more than just kiss before he left. And that's why we got peacocked and we couldn't see it. We, we got peacock blocked. They needed the leaves for their privacy. The peacock leaves. Exactly. I, you think they were, you think they were banging? No, I don't. I don't, I don't think so. Based on ha- her reactions later. I don't think they had full on sex sex. 
I think there was some heavy petting in on some level. I don't. She was uh, her voiceover gives it away. You know, she's like, I wish I could be more open with the men's. Yeah, we've only just kissed. Yeah, she does say later that they've only kissed. What a prude. Wait, who's our kill screw Mary for this episode, or do we want to wait till we get further into it? I don't want to chance it. Gary Oldman's already dead. Gary Oldman's not dead yet. Who are the three? There's too many. No, but that just means you could pick multiple sets of three. Like, I could have a set of three, and you could have a set of three. That would require Mikey to know more than three names of characters. We're going to do the three dudes. We're going to do Keanu Reeves. We're going to do Sir Anthony Hopkins, and we're going to do Gary Oldman. Go. Fine. I'm going to kill Gary Oldman. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to have sex with Sir Anthony Hopkins, because of course, and I'll marry Keanu. In the film, you're going to marry Jonathan? Yeah, of course. He's not a vampire. He's so lame. I do like how later in the movie he's various stages of salt and pepper. It's because the torture at the vampire's castle has aged him. They don't really talk about it in the film, but in the book that's a thing. No, no, no. I understand that, but it is always a different shade of salt yes, and pepper. a different wig every time. Yeah, it's all over the place. Sometimes they were liberal with the, the white hairspray. Sometimes they weren't. Sometimes they don't do it at all, even though I it's know. late in the film. Yeah. It's amazing. I'm going to switch to, I'm going to murder Jonathan because he's just like any other hashtag basic 18th century white guy. Yeah, he's not a vampire and not a crazy old man killing vampires. Fuck Anthony Hopkins as, as right, Van Helsing because Van Helsing's got some crazy, long. yeah. yeah. Got to marry Gary Oldman, man. He's like a property, he's like a huge landowner, owns 10 no. houses in London. Vampire though. You could live forever. He has a harem. He uh, puts his eyes in the sky and stuff. He always knows what the weather is. He's got a lot of stuff going for him. There's a lot in that pro column. Only one negative? vampire i certainly would not want to live in that castle i'll just say that if i get bored i'll go find the reincarnated woman who looks like my ex trick her into thinking she is my ex and have her murder me he was literally gonna go play fuckboy island on england 100 percent. and it just so happened that his new renfield like his soon-to-be wife looked just like my last slam piece Like, that is all we're watching in this movie, and honestly, loved it. Well, great. That only took us 52 minutes. (laughs) I really connected with it. He can turn to mist and ghost them. I know. (laughs) Sex mist. Not to get us off track anymore but i will say the coolest effect i think is when he turned into the the pile of rats and fell down and like that was that was pretty cool loved it mikey oh yeah the rat king yeah yeah anyway he gets to transylvania and the carriage will only take him so far and the people in the carriage are like here's a crucifix god be with you we're getting the fuck out of here because that's (laughs) fucking dracula and then dracula's carriage shows up and a thing that happens in this movie is Dracula seems to just float everywhere, which is kind of fun, regardless of what form he's in. Roll me on a dolly, Satan, I am Dracula. Like, I loved it. <laughs> well, and in this one, and the, the carriage pulls up, and it just kind of grabs Keanu Reeves and, like, orbs him into the <laughs> carriage, and he's just like, what? I know kung fu. And just, like, into the carriage. He's like, Bill! What is happening to me? <laughs> so great. He is a god. Do not make fun. I love that it. it really is just Ted doing a bad British impression. Yes. And I loved it. It's it's wild. They don't give it much to do, though. Like they, no, don't. they don't. They don't. I thought I'd notice it more, but he's like, oh, a carriage. And I love Keanu Reeves. I think he's great. But his acting in this movie is suspect at best. Of course. Anyway, so they go up to the castle. 
right? And Count Dracula sh shows up and is just like, welcome to my house with his crazy butt hair and his train that puts wedding dresses to shame. And then he just walks around in his house. Man, I would hate walking around in that because that shit, you know, was heavy. Oh, for sure. But I do. My, I think my version of this is there are a, a couple of companies that basically sells fancy sheer robes for women who've murdered their husbands like that kind of just like who me you want to interview me about the murder of my husband with like the you know <laughs> fancy boas on the sleeves and shit the femme fatale in like an la noir style yeah yes i get it yeah yeah, yeah yeah i'm here for it oh my house is marble my entire house is marble <laughs> like that kind of a lady and I desperately want one. Look at me and my pointy nipples like that kind of a lady. That's, yeah. And yeah. I desperately want one of those robes. And I think that's my version of the Dracula robe. Okay. Dracula is serving us just murdered my husband realness with this robe, folks. Yeah. Dracula's late for his shift. His serving shift at the <laughs> cunt factory. Oh, boy. Get to work, bitch. <laughs> Yes. Gary Oldman with the butt hair dancing away like just insane. Oh, Love it. see, and he pops that butt wig off to have another wig reveal underneath. Oh, my God. See, this God. could have been a way better movie. Nobody expects the Dracula double wig reveal. Yeah. No one expects him to undead drop <laughs> as he does a wig reveal. He takes it off. There's just snakes. Snakes under there. Like Medusa. <laughs> Dracula is making me live right now, baby. Oh. Oh, yeah. Also, he's like friends with all the wolves and stuff. Another point for Mary and Dracula. I do like the wolves. That's the one thing that's in the pro column for me is friend of wolves. Here for it. Yeah. I like wolves. Yeah, same. I think they're cool. Yeah. They're like big, scary dogs. I like them. Anyway. So they they sit down and have a very uncomfortable dinner where Dracula doesn't eat anything. And he's like, yeah, that was my ancestor. He was the Order of the Dragon. And he's like starting to tell the story. And he's like, we weren't very successful, referring to the Crusades. <laughs> and Keanu Reeves' character is like, yeah, no shit. And he's like, um, excuse you. I'm about to stab you for making fun of the crusade. Dude, he like loses his mind, pulls a sword on Keanu Reeves. Like he loses his mind more than someone who was just an ancestor of the person who fought in the crusades would do. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Growing up in the South, this is kind of like how some people talk about the Civil War. And then you oh learn very quickly God, to like Mikey. avoid them. Yeah. That is a good comparison. My great great grandpappy died at Gettysburg. And I'm like, okay, well, I got to go because, like, that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure this is the point where he was like, I'm going to fuck this guy's wife because he's making fun of my war. And, like, it <laughs> just was a coincidence that it looked yes. like his ex. Absolutely. I love it. I love that reading of this. And yes, that is what happened in my mind now. He's making fun of my war, my oh. personal <laughs> crusade. That's heavy Dracula energy. <laughs> HDE, baby. Constantinople. <laughs> Nipple. <laughs> Constant <laughs> a nipple, Paige. <laughs> Actually, Keanu Reeves and um, Winona Ryder constant elopal in this movie. They do. They it. do. It's not an elopement because it's at the church, right? Well, elope just means you didn't tell anybody and you went and did it. It doesn't mean that it wasn't in a church. Yeah. I'm not as confident in that meeting, so I agree with you. People elope in Vegas churches all the time. Do they? Yeah, that's true. Chapels. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it just so happens that like they're 
priest is a Elvis, but yeah. Their priest is a king, which maybe is even better. <laughs> Until he wants to claim Pramanakta, Paige. <laughs> Until he wants to claim Pramanakta. Anyway, so he and Gary Oldman proceed to have many very strange encounters throughout this castle over the next 20 minutes where he'll just be like shaving and Gary Oldman will just be like, yes, about those letters I asked you to write because I want you to stay another month. And he just like seductively shaves Keanu Reeves and then licks the blood off the straight right. It's just oof a goof. I loved it. It is like riffraff is Dracula for like the first 20 minutes of this movie. And I was here for it. It's astounding. <laughs> he even sort of sounds Enjoy yeah. your eating. <laughs> My train fills up the floor. But shave real closely. Yeah, 100%. But am I wrong, Paige? Not at all. He has strong riffraff vibes when he's old Dracula, which he seems to be able to change at his whim. Yeah. You know, this is it's like a traditional air. Airbnb when it first came out when you're just like I'll stay in your guest bedroom and like weird shit like this happened you know yeah 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 well that was I will never forget early early Airbnb days Armando had a gig somewhere and got an Airbnb and the owner of the house was like lounging naked on the couch and was like oh yeah your guys's bedrooms back there like it was just a whole mess. It was real bad. Was that extra? Like, did he pay extra for that? No, they did not want any part of it. They thought that they had like a a own entrance, whole nine. No. And then like she invited some dude over and it was like, ooh, it was not good. Yeah. Oh, they got their own entrance page. Yeah. I think their very own entrance wasn't a doorway. Sure, 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 sure. But none of them wanted any part of it. So they were just like, what's the cleaning fee? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, now there are some really cool scenes here where they're like talking about his properties in London and we see his shadow moving independently of Dracula himself. I think that's a really cool effect. It's a really unique way to do it. It's very reminiscent of the black and white Nosferatu. Like, yes, it is. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. I dig it. Yeah. I really dug it too. Is it still weird as fuck? Yes, but I still dig it. <laughs> and they're capturing all that in camera. Yes. So like there is someone who's playing his shadow and then he is lit in a very difficult way. Yes. Because you see him clearly and it looks like his shadow would be behind him, but his shadow is not. And that is nuts. Right. They did such a good job with that. It's really cool. Yes. There are a lot of things like that in this movie that I'm like, I don't know how the fuck they did that. Yeah. But it looks fucking <laughs> cool. Good for them. Same. I was, I literally watched it twice. I was like, I know this is a lighting trick, but I couldn't tell you where the key light is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If only the plot wasn't a, an eighth graders, uh, you know, wet dream, those effects would have been used in great effect. <laughs> I, I, I yeah, still think they are. It's just, you could just trim 20 minutes out of this, but. Anyway, this is where he's like, hey, write a bunch of letters to your family and say that you're going to stay here. And he's like, oh, I don't get to leave. Oh, no. And while that's happening, meanwhile, Mina is staying with her bitchy rich friend, Lucy, who is a whole lot all at once. Yeah. Well, she gets hers, Paige. She does indeed. How dare she speak her mind in the 1800s? Yeah. I don't know, like, if there was, like, consent involved with the whole Dracula thing. So she just seemed like a flirtatious terrible self-important person yeah th that's the part of she doesn't deserve to be eaten out by a fucking wolf which is basically what happens later but like Oof. you know as far as she does not seem pleasant to hang around with 
prior to that. A separate issue, right? Yeah, she's Winona Ryder's rich, trash friend. Winona Ryder said she likes it. What? I thought she said she liked her in her little voiceover. Like, I wish I could be more like her. And She does. She shouldn't want to be more like her. She is obnoxious. <laughs> like, she is clearly manipulative, too, which I don't love. Like, again, none of this is... She doesn't deserve to get dracula But I do think that she is maybe not a great person to start out with. Well, I mean, the only thing that can really determine what kind of life she lives is what kind of dude she can bag at that point. So good on her for trying to do the best she could. She does pretty well for herself. Like, Carrie Elwes is, I believe, a lord in in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, doctor? No. Let's do independently wealthy. Good for you, girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And which is basically what she did. But she basically, like, flirts her way up the ladder of, like, flirts with one to make the next one jealous to make the next one jealous. To then get to Carrie Elvis. Yeah. Uh, which like, hey, if Carrie Elvis is on the table, take it, girl. I get it. Yeah, you always go for the Pirate Roberts. Yeah, yeah, But even after they're engaged, she still seems very flirtatious with the others. So she's kind of just always playing for what she can get. Yeah. Which is a little... Ugh. Anyway, so we do see her kind of make her way through. And while that's happening, we cut to uh, one of her suitors is a doctor... Uh, who works at what I would say is unfortunately a mental health facility. It's just terrifying at this time. There's a guy who just has a cage around his head at all times. <laughs> and I think those dudes are security. Like, yeah. we see dudes with cages on their heads, like, hosing people down, like like crowd control. Bro, let me tell you from a mental health perspective. You would know, yeah. Cage on your head is just part of the uniform. Like, when you go to work, you got to <laughs> put that cage on. You got to, like, know it. Like, this is a lot. Like, I get to work. I make sure my people below me have their head cages on, and then I shoot up my opium, just like you're supposed to. <laughs> just like they do in this movie. Yeah, and you're like, the guy eating bugs? He's on to something. I believe yeah. him. Yeah. I believe Where's him. Where's my laudanum? Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was more like a work release program. Like they they were themselves incarcerated in this facility and for some reason had earned the level of hose haver, uh, but still had to have head cages. So I'm glad to hear that that's not the case and it's no, just no, no, standard no, 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 no. issue. It's just something I do as a metaphor for work in general. So like it's your mind cage, you know, but it's like mm, ironic because mm. it's a mental health facility. Right. I think they actually did that to people who would bite you. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's standard procedure. Everyone <laughs> who's a therapist has a head cage underneath their desk. You just don't see it because they don't. It's out of fashion right now. That's why you don't like pop psychology. Exactly. Because it. It's not the psychology of the 1890s. Yeah. They're like, you can't shoot up any drugs at work. I was like, hello, what if I'm diabetic someday? Anyway, <laughs> head cages. So this is where we he talks to Renfield for a little while about like, why the bugs? And he's like, well, I, I try to eat things that have life in them because it gives me life. And he's like, okay, so what about like spiders? And he's like, oh, yeah, he's like sparrows. And he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, well, what about like a kitten? And he's like, oh, my God, yes. He's like or a cat and he's like oh my god give me that pussy and he's like great thanks for the notes okay bye Uh, but he does try to bite his neck it is crazy like Renfield gets a lot of screen time up front 
for almost no payoff at the end. Yeah, except that for him biting this dude's neck, but then the dude is fine, and it's like, right? you know, not a thing. Yeah. I actually do think he bites one side, and the guy, as he walks away, grabs the other side. I noticed that as well. Yeah. I was like, I thought he bit the, whatever. Okay, let's just move on, because this thing's nuts. You know, if he would have had his head cage on. Exactly. That's what the head cages are for, vampires. It makes sense, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You never know when you're going to be in an interrogation, a guy's just going to be like, suke, suke, stack <laughs> Oh, that's like the, one of the scariest things you can hear from a stranger, I think. Sookie Stackhouse? Calling you Sookie? Just, yeah, yeah, just walking out an alleyway in the dark at night, you just hear, Sookie Stackhouse. I'd be like, oh no. What's scarier, that or this is the skin of a killer? Probably that. <laughs> that would be terrifying, Paige. Unless it was you, then I would laugh. Anybody else, I'm terrified. Robert Pattinson just orbs up behind you. He's like, say it, vampire. (laughs) 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 Gross. We got to do the third one of those. Somebody calls Zabrowski. She's very busy right now. Yeah, they always are. Anyway, so we cut back to the castle. And this is where he sees Mina's photo out on the table. But Jonathan says, oh, I thought I had lost that. I'm glad you found it, which I think to me means he had like had it somewhere. Oh, yeah. And either like got it from his stuff or whatever. Dracula had been incorporating that photo into his own use. Yeah, he he, he was Kyle Reese in it. Yeah, sure. For sure. Yeah. But this is also where he like goes to shave him and then licks the blood and then sees that he's got the crucifix on and he's like. These are not our ways. But this is where we get the very famous line that, listen to them, the children of the night, what sweet music they make. And then he like climbs out the window and crawls down the wall of the castle. And Keanu's just like, huh? (laughs) What? It's weird to me. He never tries to leave until like, Way later than this It says that he did try to leave And they kept bringing him back Oh okay Yeah the ladies keep tracking him down You know what I'm saying Yeah 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 They got a taste (laughs) I mean he is Keanu Reeves Like I get it It is Keanu Reeves Yeah Yeah. But he at this point starts trying to escape Because he goes through the castle And looks for another door Mind you Dracula has already said to him like hey you should probably stay in this room uh, Because there's a lot of stuff in this castle That might freak you the fuck out So maybe don't go snooping around And he's like I'm going to immediately snoop around So he finds a door He thinks that he hears Mina But it's something that's like Jonathan come to me lay down It does sort of sound like Winona Ryder's voice though Like I, I would have fallen for it at first Yeah All girls sound the same I would have fallen for it I wouldn't have sat down on the bed though That bed looks filthy <laughs> It's it looked real silky, Mikey. No, if you sit on a bed and a lady like a naked lady like orbs up from that bed, I'm out. No, that's a ghost lady at very least. I'm all in. Of course, Mikey. I like that Mikey's down for the ghost lady, but not just a slightly attractive woman approaching him in like in, in public, where he's like, she's gonna kill me. Ghost lady, totally fine. Yeah. But you don't have to commit to a ghost lady, Paige. A ghost lady's going <laughs> to haunt your dick. That's right. Yes, she is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell me something that's not appealing about it. I'm going to wake up at night in cold sweats thinking about that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look, just because she's got boobs doesn't mean <laughs> you should go all in. Oh, he's going to go all in. She's definitely getting a scream pie. Oh, I want to haunt that cunt. That's only okay when I say it. <laughs> I don't know if that rhymed. Oh, I'd just be worried that it would chafe because, like, if they're mostly made of sheet, like, that might, I mean, depending on your thread count, 
be not great on your skin. And they had a mirror above the bed. That was like a fuck room. It definitely <laughs> was a fuck room, yeah. I don't think the mirror on the ceiling would be good in this context, though, because you can't see them. You're just watching yourself get, like, made out with and bit. Get Dr. manhattan yeah. But haven't you ever wondered what your penis looks like while it's inside someone? No. No. I know what it looks like. Like, I'm attached to it. I've seen it before. No, but I mean, like, it's gonna be different. Yeah, it doesn't, like, change shape. Well, I don't know. What if... I don't know. I don't know what it looks like in there. This is... We either need an invisible lady or, like, a vampire in a mirror. What would you rather have sex with, Mikey? An invisible lady or a vampire in a mirror? (sighs) That's a tough question. I'm going to have to go ahead and say vampire in a mirror. That is the right answer, though. (laughs) Hell yeah, Mikey. That is the right answer because Uh then then you could see them. The invisible lady is just invisible no matter what. Right. But, like, if you came, like, where would it go? You get to see what happens inside there. You know what? I don't hate that. Like, I think that might be, <laughs> from a scientific standpoint, interesting. <laughs> right? How does the sausage get made? You know what I'm saying? Well, how does the baby get made? That's true. Life itself, Mikey. How does life itself get made? Todd, if they can get pregnant like Blade and you're a regular man and it's a vampire woman... Does she invisible in a mirror except the fetus? Oh, Mikey, yes, I think, I think, yes. I think yes, and I love it. No, because the baby's a vampire. It's half vampire. Or at least a daywalker. Does Blade have a reflection? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess maybe. Is it just like the coolest pair of sunglasses walking around town? I don't know. Anyway, so he has group sex with all these vampire ladies, and they bite him a bunch. But he doesn't ingest any of their blood. Because he's practicing safe sex. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And honestly, it's not cheating if they do it to you. Is that that's not that's not right, right? I mean, I have heard people say that eating ain't cheating, but I mean he is a victim here, right? Oh, he is definitely a victim there, yeah. yes. Yeah. He like got glamored into laying on the bed and now they're like slowly draining him of blood. Like Yeah, I feel like anyone who has sex with a vampire in this film was glamored into doing so and therefore consent is questionable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But who should show up to break up the party but Dracula himself with a baby for them to eat? Fuck me, I was not expecting Gary Ullman to drop a baby for dinner. Like, I was blown away that they did that. Yep. I realized that that's probably in the book. Still blown away by it. I don't remember that being in the book, but it does seem on brand for Dracula. Sure, Dracula's like the worst guy. So yeah, sure. Yeah. But terrible. But also like people were just throwing babies away back then. I mean, that is true. People did throw babies away back then. That doesn't make it a good thing. But it did happen. Yeah, Dracula's just dumpster diving. Oh, no. Uh, Transylvania prom was that night, and I'll see you <laughs> oh, next week. <laughs> oh, no. Mikey, why are oh, you no. making me laugh at such terrible things? Please stop. <laughs> the theme was the music of the night. <laughs> <laughs> the band, The Wolves. Oh, they did the monster mash. It was a baby smash. Oh, no. You're making me do this, Paige. I didn't make you do anything. Y'all did this to yourselves, did we? Anyway, (laughs) but this is where, in his letters, he reveals that the Count was filling up a bunch of boxes of soil to then have that shipped to London along with him delivered to his new property. Yeah. Now, we cut back to England, where... Lucy has accepted Carrie Elvis's proposal and 
Mina is like, hey, this letter I got from Jonathan's kind of fucking weird. It's super sketch. Yeah, it's super sketch. And he's like in some fucking castle for a month. So he might be dead. And I'm worried about that. And Lucy's just like, shut the fuck up and be my bridesmaid. Mimosa. (laughs) (laughs) That is her energy. I mean, that is Lucy. That's straight up Lucy right there. Yeah. That's straight up Lucy. I don't even know when they invented the mimosa. I think Lucy did. Anyway. (laughs) Good for her. So there's this weird montage of like the Demeter, the boat, bringing Dracula closer. And there's like a storm. And for some reason, Mina and Lucy are like running and dancing through the gardens and making out. Yeah, it was weird, right? It's called a storm page. Yeah, it's what happens under the shadow eyes. You know, I've been I've been a lady with lady friends for a long time and I've never done that. I'm sure some people have. I just haven't. Wow. Well, yeah, because Dracula's never turned his eye like Sauron to stare at you through the night. Wow, thanks for fucking reminding me, Todd. I thought I was popular. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with Eye of the Storm. This is the moment for me where I was like, oh, this movie's terrible. Yeah, me too. But like in a way that demands respect because there's like A-list actors in this movie. Oh, yeah. Like huge stars. Yeah. It's a lot. They're like, now we want you to frolic around the uh, hedge mage and make out and I'm and like just giggle a lot for no reason. And we're not going to explain. And also we're going to show shots of the zoo because there's a wolf loose at the zoo, but it turns out that it's going to be actually Dracula. But also Dracula is currently in some sort of body condom on the boat because he's in like a weird plasticky thing that you're just like, what is that? Yes, he is. Shrink wrap. My favorite shipping montage we get of Dracula is when he's racing home. And we get, like, reaction shots of him in a crate full of dirt. While he's in the crate. Yeah, and he's just like, yes, Mina is nearby. It's just, like, so weird. And he's just, like, in a crate of dirt. Yeah. It's perfect. Compost. (laughs) I was dating a vampire, but she kept trying to send me news, and they were just, like, blank photos. (laughs) Wait, okay. Can you take a photo of a vampire? It's not a reflection. And most cameras now don't use mirrors. Yeah. You can do it. You can do a digital photo. Yeah. There's a whole Reddit thread on this. <laughs> that does not surprise me at all, Paige. Uh, so Reddit as of 2012. That sounds like the time the internet was wonderful. <laughs> says no. Silver kills. And so they say part of it is. The silver used in mirror backs and the silver salts used in photographic film. Silver kills or harms vampires because metal has power against them. Therefore, silver devices such as mirrors and cameras that use photographic film don't capture vampire images. However, there we go. Digital cameras. Hell yeah. Because it wasn't an old style film camera with no silver salts involved. uh, Therefore, you are able to capture pictures of vampires on digital images hell yeah there you go love it nice thanks reddit no notes uh <laughs> this is mikey from horror virgin i practiced this ad for factor in my car today <laughs> can you show us what you practiced yeah yeah yeah. mikey from horror virgin here <laughs> talk about factor <laughs> nailed it i have used factor on and off the last couple of years uh especially since 2020 my work is very busy i have a very busy day job he does i have a very busy hobby uh-huh slash Second job called podcasting. <laughs> yeah, it's so much work for you. <laughs> Eating healthy is hard. Cooking, I'm single. <laughs> cooking single is hard. And I've loved Factor. Other people, they ship you ingredients. You have to cook them. It takes a long time. Factor, they ship you 
fresh, never frozen meals. And it always only takes two minutes, which is like my favorite thing. I never have to think about how long it has to go in the microwave. It's two minutes. That's what my dating profile says. Always two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's helped me eat healthier, though. They have a bunch of like dietary options, like low calorie or protein or keto. Is it keto? Keto? Mikey, you said it wrong so many times. I'm not sure if I remember how to say it right. It's keto, right? Keto. No, it's keto. It's keto. But anyway, Factor's amazing. So just head to factormeals.com slash horrorvirgin50 and use code horrorvirgin50 to get how much percentage off, Mikey? Were you paying attention? 50. Damn. 50% off. Literally half off. That's code horrorvirgin50 at factormeals.com slash horrorvirgin50 to get 50% off. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Anyway, Renfield is like, the master is here. The wolf is free. The girls are making out. It's all happening. <laughs> he has that guy from Ghostbusters 2 energy. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Vigo, the Carpathian's art director. Yes, that guy. He has that guy energy. And I will go to my crate full of Romanian dirt <laughs> saying that. Anyway, we cut to Lucy is having a hot, sexy dream in the house and leaves to go walk out into the garden. Something calls her out there and it looks like a half wolf, half ape. But allegedly that is Dracula. I have no further explanation for you. It doesn't make sense in the movie. Okay, It's okay. not really a thing that makes sense in the book. In some interpretations of the vampire lore, they can transform into a bat or bats, rats, or a wolf and smoke. Because I played a video game yes. where you could transform into all four or whatever. <laughs> That's the case in this movie, too. It's just that this doesn't even look like a regular wolf. No, it looks like a werewolf. It looks like a Bigfoot. Yeah, it's it's a whole mess. But Mina is like, where the fuck is Lucy? And runs out into the garden and finds her literally fucking that werewolf. Oh, yeah. Slash Dracula on the top of a grave. They are boning, yes. Phantasm style, yeah. If you're yeah. dating a person who can transform into things... Would you have sex with them while they were transformed into something else? Is it weird that I knew you were going to ask this? I would not because I'm only attracted to their human form. Same. Wow. So superficial. Wow. You know what? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, but Paige, I could see you wanting Jake to go like beast mode on you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Wolves don't really have shoulders though. Like what Sasquatch does. A Sasquatch does. I, I need shoulders. I need hands, you know. Sasquatch got big hands. That's, you know, hey, a Sasquatch maybe, but Sasquatch is almost humanoid when you think about it. Like, if we're talking about, like, transformed into other form and it's werewolf, then it's probably just like a fucking wolf. Unless they're the werewolves from Dog Soldiers, in which case, no, that's too tall. Tall people are attractive. I am five foot two. I have limits to the height that I can maneuver. Okay, it's, but this werewolf has big shoulders. It's right there. I was not attracted to this werewolf at all. 
Its face was jacked up. I honestly never thought I'd have to hear Paige say that, but I guess we've come to that part. It all it's all of it was busted. <laughs> I was not featuring this werewolf. <laughs> Mikey, you asked that question of both of us uh-huh. as if you would have sex with someone who can change into animal forms as their animal form. I like girls when they don't wear makeup. Oh my God, Mikey, no. No, stop <laughs> being so bad. I set that joke up like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> and I walked right into it like a goddamn idiot. I love it when a plan actually comes together. There's like the one time things worked out where I got to the actual punchline that I wanted. If you could transform into one of the things that Dracula can transform into, which one would you transform into? Fucking smoke. Bat all day. Bat. Smoke's invincible. Yeah, but smoke is not corporeal. I can't fuck a smoke. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait. I mean, but you can get into like a bank vault and like steal shit. Holy shit. I'm, I'm changing to smoke. <laughs> Mike is a goddamn genius. I can get into a bank vault as a fucking bat. <laughs> you can get under any door with smoke. Yeah, but you couldn't get back out with money. Paige, at worst as smoke, you're just getting blown. <laughs> I still want to be a bat. <sighs> bat? <laughs> Human form. <laughs> I'll take smoke all day, Mikey. Hell yeah. Or if somebody's looking for you, you just become smoke. Like, what is this room foggy? And you're like, fucking just hold my smoke breath. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear smoke giggling. <laughs> <laughs> that sex mist. Damn it, Dracula. <laughs> <sighs> Who left all this dry ice in here? You can sneak into places with smoke, man. Any place, basically. Yeah. Yeah, but then you can't, you'd have to become smoke again to get back out. So like, let's say you're going to rob a bank, right? Unless you then open that vault door to get the money out, you would just have to mist in and mist out. And you wouldn't be able to take anything with you. Mist in and mist out. Out is the title of my dating profile. So <laughs> Mikey won't ghost you. He'll fog you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just because he only comes missed at this point. <laughs> I'm still going Ooh. smoke all day, every day. Yeah, smoke, man. I'm gonna swallow a gold bar, turn to mist, shit it out. Oh, that would hurt so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, and like if you ever fought crime, you could just punch somebody and then like they turn around and it's just like foggy and they're like, what the fuck happened? But yeah, bat would be cool because you could fly. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. You can fly as smoke. I'm surprised none of us picked pile of rats. <laughs> I was thinking about it. pile of rats was my second choice because I didn't think about smoke. So my first choice was bat. And then I was like, wolf. Mm, too big, yeah. limiting, can't be around people. And then I was like, rats. Definitely a pile of rats. A werewolf is my second choice. I feel like werewolf is limiting because like you can only go certain places as a werewolf and not be in imminent danger. Oh yeah, it's just my physical confrontation form. Yeah, I feel like I already leave a trail of shredded cheddar cheese everywhere I go, like some sort of weird dairy fairy. So rat seems consistent for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Right? I've got, you know, heavy rodent energy. So. <laughs> Dis- I mean, Paige, disagree. But, like, I understand how you got there. If you don't think I'm going to lick peanut butter off stuff, you have misjudged. You did burn your face on a cake <laughs> I, pan. I burned my face smelling a cake the other day. <laughs> wow. Jake's a lucky guy. It's it's all, it's all finally peeling. Uh, so funny. <laughs> I, so tragic. You kept having to put makeup over it. Anyway. You did what will be undoubtedly a punch 
punchline in a roast battle at one one day. I'm sure. I'm sure. Anyway, so all of Dracula's boxes get delivered. He's just dropping loads off all around London. <laughs> He's a real fuckboy, Mikey. Yeah, he has 10 places to sleep. I love this guy. Yeah, he's got safe houses. Yeah, safe house. He can drop loads at that abbey. He can drop them in your mom. He can drop <laughs> loads anywhere. I mean, he goes to London to fuck Keanu Reeves' fiance. And then fucks her friend first. Yeah. Like he could have had sex with anybody else in London, but he like, I don't know, honed in on her best friend. Bro, he's a fuck. He, he only is a fuck fucks boy. her because he saw that picture. He I was know. just going to London to fuck. Yes. Dr- Dracula is the most fuck boy of the monsters. Frankenstein, monogamist. But, you know, Dracula, fuck boy. Yeah. He is a fuckboy. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, Gemini. (laughs) Clearly. I bet Dr. Jekyll fucks. I bet Dr. Hyde or Mr. Hyde fucks, although I think the consent between the two, questionable. Oh, yeah. Mm. What about the mummy? You think he, like, got around when he was alive? Yeah, and and at least he's safe and wraps it up every time. (laughs) He's not going to get you pregnant. No. Anyway. So his boxes get delivered. Now he's young Gary Oldman just strutting around in his four piece gray suit. And he sees Mina walking around. He's like stalking her and I guess convinces her to show him where the cinematograph is, which basically ends up being like an old timey porn theater. Yeah, it's like a movie theater that shows, I guess what you probably called stag films, right? Like. At the time. No, it's a porn theater. It's a straight up porn theater. I don't even know if they had that name yet. No, they don't even have a name for it. They're just like, show me the naked ladies. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Show me the jiggle bits. I do like that when he's just like eyed her across the street, she's just walking, minding her own business, and he's all, see me. See me. And that's when she looks over. I still whisper that to women I'm attracted to on the street to this, look at me. Look at me. If you say it out loud, you sound bad. But if you say it in your mind, you're good to go. There you go. It's <laughs> it's one of my favorite running gags on what we do in the shadows, where in the movie, it was uh, Jermaine Clement, who's yes. just, see me. And then in the show, it's- It's got to be Matt Berry, right? No, 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 no. It's Nandor the Relentless. It's uh, K. Van Novak. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See me. Fucking guy, look over here, see me. Very funny. Now, I will say, he does just like BDE it. He's like, hi, I'm a rich prince. I've come to be rich here. Yeah. Oh, man, she wouldn't give him the time of day. And then he was like, oh, I am Prince Vlad, the chick nailer. And she was like, oh, a prince? And then she's like, oh, do you have a princess or a queen? A prince? Ooh. Yeah. Brits and their royals. I know. Well, and he immediately takes her to a porn theater and then aggressively tries to assault her at this theater and glamours her so she stops fighting back. But she is oddly into it. No, he's glamouring oh, her. No, I mean, yeah, she she is like being mind controlled by him at this point. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he also brings his wolf from the zoo. He's like, hey, come over here. Come to this theater. He empty it out for me. Yeah. He does, though. I need a bro. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, can you uh can you wolf dog me real quick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey wolf dog. <laughs> Sup wolf dog. Hey, we're gonna go shoot some crabs. Wolf dog's coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we cut to and, and he does like take her home, but it's it's a real unfortunate interaction. He doesn't bite her, but he almost does, and it's not great. Yeah. Meanwhile, at Lucy's house, Jack, who was the doctor, the suitor that she passed up in favor of Carrie Elvis, 
I do like that all of her three potential boyfriends are like, we're just going to be buds, okay? Like, we're all friends here. I honestly think that's great. I love positive male relationships. And these dudes yeah. who were like going after the same girl still bro down at the end. This is yeah, the yeah, most yeah. realistic part of the movie. Because if three dudes were chasing a girl, and that's like the primary plot. But if those three dudes found out vampires were real and if they want to kill them, they'd be like, we're best friends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forever. We don't <laughs> care about the girl anymore. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's yeah. 100%. They I know. don't mourn her that much. No, not at all. I do think they kill the vampire in her honor, but that's about it. And I think they would have killed the vampire anyway. Yeah. Well, you know, they have to because they did cut her head off at like the implication, you know. What? What? <laughs> Well, they can't just be like not mention her again, or they're gonna people are gonna think they took too much joy in cutting her head off. That That's is sort of true. They've gotta go to Romania or wherever, <laughs> yeah, and like yeah. hold someone accountable, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. she yeah. died. It definitely wasn't us. We cured the vampireism. Here's her head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've gotta go kill the other vampire, not because it's really fucking cool, right? But because <laughs> to avenge her. Because we were so sad about her and her head that is now not a part of her body. Um, but anyway, she's still alive at this point. And Jack comes over and she's just like, I'm super sick. But by sick, I mean, I can feel everything. And I'm like, orgasming every moment. Because uh, she's just like, from this point to the end of the movie, she's just constantly coming. Like the whole time. Oh, yeah. But she is like becoming a vampire, which apparently is the most sexually satisfying thing ever. Honestly, I feel like she was having a good time and they ruined it. She was almost there. Oh, she kept getting so close, Paige. I think uh, they call it edging. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, she's like, I'm having horrible nightmares, but like when I'm awake, I feel like I can feel and hear everything. Oh, my God. Uh, and she's like, kiss me. And he's like, okay. And he does. But then the Texas guy is there and Arthur, Carrie Elwes is there. Yeah. And Jack is like, yo, um, she's got something <laughs> and I don't know what it is. Yeah. Time to call my crazy former professor, Van Helsing, because maybe he'll know what it is. When he name dropped Van Helsing, I was like, hell yeah. I can't wait to see Hugh Jackman because I fully thought Hugh Jackman was going to be in this movie. And then it cuts to like a college Anthony professor Hopkins. looking Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> and I was like, who's this jackalope? And then he's Van Helsing and he's fucking crushing it. I was like, yeah, from here on out, I love this movie. Well, let, let's cut to that because like we, yeah. we've kind of gotten uh, there's stuff kind of cutting back and forth and we've covered it all. Just maybe not exactly in order uh, because we already covered her getting almost assaulted and he doesn't bite her and instead takes her home. But it, yeah, right. but if it makes y'all feel better, the movie's order is not much different than ours and the way it makes sense. So don't worry about yeah, it. There you go. We cut to uh, a lecture theater. Uh, where Anthony Hopkins gets bit by a vampire bat and is like, see, this bat has to drink X amount of blood. And they're like, sir, a telegram. And he's just like, a real vampire? Hooray! You could all leave. <laughs> Class dismissed. And they're like, rumble, rumble, knock, rumble, knock, rumble, knock, rumble, knock, rumble, knock, rumble, rumble, yeah. rumble, rumble, rumble. <laughs> and the lecture, by the way, was on syphilis. I don't know if you yes. guys caught that. Yes. But that, it was, I thought that was fun. I did love his banger of a joke, the civilized world and the civilized world. Good joke. He's got bangers all movie. Van Helsing is when great. he makes that joke of like, I just want to cut your friend's head off. I was like, did he say that? Yeah. Yeah. Very oh, that funny. was great. I was laughing. I it was wonderful. Meanwhile, back to Transylvania, where Keanu is slowly dying by snoo snoo. 
from the lady vampires. I mean, yeah. And they keep trying to bleed him dry. But he's like, you know what? I'm going to try and get my way out. He's like, I can't get out. It's the worst. Wink, <laughs> oh, wink. No. I can't come back to you. She sucked all my strength out through my penis. Dude, at one point when he first gets on that bed, it does look like she bites him on the dick. Can we talk she about it? She fully does. Like, it looks like she's draining him from the sheath. Monica Bellucci hot dogs his dick immediately. Like, the second yes. she comes up between his That's legs. where I draw the line. And we're going, I don't like teeth or fangs in, in that sort of arena. Oh, picky, superficial tooth lover. <laughs> I'm definitely anti-fang down there for sure. Yeah. You just gotta pull your lips over like... Uh, oh. That was a visual joke, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. She looks like a great-grandmother. Who took her teeth out. <laughs> yes. Are we trying to teach how to give a good blowjob? Like, what is happening right now? Yeah, through an audio <laughs> <laughs> Good Welcome luck. Welcome to our radio show. <laughs> How to give a good blowjob. Now I'm just picturing like a sexual advice call-in show, but from a time before TVs. There, I mean, oh okay, this God. kind of okay. existed. Dr. Okay. Ruth did exist for a long time. I know, right? Next, bo next bonus video, I just want you to post the thing on Patreon where people ask us questions on relationships and sex. Oh, and we give sex advice? I'm <laughs> down. I'm 100% down. Uh, I can't, no one should follow the advice. Yeah, no, no, no. We'll do I, a disclaimer. I can't guarantee I'll give yeah. good advice. <laughs> yeah, no. I love it. Let's do it. Start thinking of those questions now. Anyway. So Keanu escapes and falls down into the river and climbs out. Meanwhile, Van Helsing arrives at the house and he does weirdly like dance with with Winona Ryder, which is a little weird. It is the most aggressive first meeting I've ever seen anyone do ever. Yeah, it's really weird because he gets like real in her face about Lucy and it's wild. But they are like dancing and then he's like off. Go, go see your friend. He like dismisses yeah. her. It's so strange. Well, and and, and it's really weird because she goes to see her and knocks down a little garlic wreath or whatever. And but like the second she leaves to be like, what the fuck is up with her? Gary Oldman shows up at the window and he's just like, hi, it's me, <laughs> Gary Oldman. And she's just like, ah, ah. <laughs> she orgasms immediately, and then she's like, he's a prince, and you're like, uh. <laughs> Do you see how easy it is for royalty just to get whatever they want, Mikey? Well, because this is this is Lucy. She doesn't know he's a prince. She's just like, that seems like the wolf man who beat it up really good last time. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I want to ride that red rocket. <laughs> oh, no. But yeah, that is that the 100%. I'd have his puppies. Oh. <laughs> and we're back to the furry stuff we gotta stop it now before we go too far anyway so he sends his shadow in there to like <laughs> oh yeah we didn't shadow would also be a good form yeah shadow is a good form stop doing shadow puppets you weirdos <laughs> no one can hear you shadow puppet <laughs> no one can hear anyone shadow puppet Todd <laughs> you idiot <laughs> that was my point anyway he shadow puppets up in that pussy uh and then also he bites her neck and this is where they're like she lost a bunch of blood we don't know where it's leaving and then they find the like neck pokes and they're like mm, that's why is this where she's dressed like a poodle 
Because she has the world's no, biggest that's collar. Okay, that's later. That's when she's turning. That's like when she's like yeah. already a vamp. This is when they're like, it's a mystery. Yeah, she's lost all her blood. Every one of you give you her blood. They're like, we're <laughs> yeah, all of them give blood. That would not be a good idea because we don't know her blood type. This is before they knew about types, I guess, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. and my favorite is that Anthony Hopkins is like. You guys don't even think about science. There's a lot of things that science can't explain that we know to be true, like hypnotism. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> like spiritualism, <laughs> like chronology. <Yes>. <laughs> But that's what, pretty that much where you they... tell people's future from their butts and their feet. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, but that's honestly what the 1800s were like. You got high roaded from a phrenologist. Like, oh, you backwards person. You don't believe the lumps on your head predict your future. <laughs> Fucking ignorant, stupid ass. I can tell from the lump on your head that you're a fucking idiot (laughs) we're gonna bleed this injury out she's lost a lot of blood we gotta bleed her for it yeah you know what she needs leeches (laughs) or we could do some cocaine about it cocaine 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 yeah cocaine did make a lot of people feel better i mean that is the one thing that it does most of the time almost to a fault anyway so (laughs) at this point we cut to gary oldman dracula and mina um, Winona Ryder having like a weird absinthe date where he gives her absinthe which at the time was way stronger than absinthe now and could produce hallucinations like current absinthe just kind of tastes like licorice oh no and he's like ride the green fairy and I was like yeah, damn like, dude oh. <laughs> first the green fairy then the red rocket yeah 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 <laughs> I mean she's gonna ride a lot of stuff but alcohol does negate consent so like exactly you know this is not great i bet hallucinogens do too right yeah i would say anything that alters your brain ability to connect with reality yeah (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. Uh, but this is where he's like i'm a prince you are my princess this is what our homeland was like and and she's like saying all these things but he's definitely putting them in her head And she then kind of like, she's like, oh, I'm remembering I fell in the river. And then she cries and he catches her tears and turns them into diamonds. That's a weird skill. I know Dracula had. Oh, Paige, when he became like a Chris Angel level street magician, (laughs) I lost my mind. (laughs) I was like, how do you not like just become goth after watching that? If he's just like, oh, what is this? An umpire cut in your ear? Um... (laughs) It's like if you owned an emerald mind and also liked sleight of hand magic. So what I'm saying is Elon Musk can probably do this. Sounds like some Elon Musk ass shit. Yeah. Anyway, meanwhile, Keanu climbs out of the river that he fell into towards a church and he's like, ah, fantastic. And the nuns at this church take him in and then write a letter to an owner writer that's like, hey, bitch, your fiance is alive, but you got to come here to marry him because otherwise we're going to do it. We're we're treating him while he's sick. But he is like, he says in the letter, or they say in the letter, <laughs> they that say in the letter. He, he thinks you're in incredible danger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, okay, but I'm going to fuck Dracula about it, so it's cool. Well, because yeah. she does, she's like, my sweet prince, oh no, Jonathan must never know of us. And so she goes to say goodbye to Lucy one more time, and this is where she knocks over the garlic, but this is where Lucy goes like, like full orgasm and then the wolf breaks in and it definitely looks like a wolf is going down on lucy to death to death yeah she dies in this scene yeah well and you know what that's what i expected because it's a pit bull <laughs> it's mr worldwide it's mr <laughs> worldwide <laughs> 
Mr. Worldwide is a vampire? Don't get me wrong. I would not be surprised if I saw Mr. Worldwide dining at the Y, but like not to death. No. Anyway, this is cut into a few different pieces where... Mina then leaves and writes a letter to Dracula, but she's already on the boat by the time she sends it. Uh, And Dracula's like, no, and he like cries blood. And this is where he goes to, you know, turn into a wolf to kill Lucy, I guess, via her lady bits. Oh, wait, was that Dracula who killed Lucy? I thought it was just like a wolf doing his bidding. It might be. The movie's unclear, Todd. Yeah, I mean, okay. I mean, I would buy that it's Dracula too. That's one of his forms. So like, that's fine. He needs the blood, no, right? No, he's the werewolf one. It's just, if it's the regular actual dog, it's not. It's just the dog from the zoo. But he okay. is there in his weird form when it's dying. Oh yeah, you're right. So it is just the wolf then doing the eating. I have no idea. Either way, not into it. Yeah. This scene gets zero out of five lion roars is all I'm saying. Yeah. It, well, and, and it's cut back and forth with Mina and Jonathan getting married. Yeah. And and Lucy seeming to have a real great time, even though she's dying uh, and her and there's just a huge blood splash all over the bed. Yeah. She's like, yeah, wolf, eat that pussy. It's wild. She bloodgasms, you know. Like you do. And then we see her in a crazy glass coffin like Snow White. And this is where she's in her like Elizabethan collar and and flounce. Yes. All her big floofy things. Yes. But this is also where they're at like the funeral and Anthony Hopkins is like, hey, before nightfall, can you get me the tools for the autopsy? And he's like, wait, you want to do an autopsy? He's like, no, I just want to cut off her head and take out her heart. And he's like, (laughs) what? I love how like nonchalantly he says it. Yeah. He's just like, oh, by the way, I have to do this. I'm not like asking you. I'm asking you to get me the tools to make it easy, but it's happening either way. Right. Meanwhile, Mina and Jonathan have somehow made it back to London in record time because they seem to leave like days before she died and arrive like on her funeral, even though we know the journey takes a long time. Yeah. But Keanu sees young Dracula, which I don't know how he would recognize. Oh, I guess maybe from the painting, but he's just like, there he is, but he's young again. Meanwhile, the group of the other guys go to Lucy's grave and they stake her through or they're about to stake her through the heart. But her her coffin is empty. Yeah. She comes in carrying a toddler who she just full drops on the marble floor. <laughs> just like yeah. to now. And he was already a well-respected chimney sweep. So it's a big loss for <laughs> <to> the community. <laughs> but she because of the crucifix, they get her to climb back into her coffin and she just like barfs blood onto Anthony Hopkins. Paige, can I say something about them backing her into the coffin with the cross? Yes. I think they shot that in reverse. They did. That was one of my fun facts. And yeah. it looks so cool. Like I was it into does. it. But that has to have been so difficult for the actress who played Lucy. Like that shit's not easy to do and make it look good, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, and, and that is part of why they shot it in reverse. So she's climbing out of the coffin instead of climbing in. Yeah. And that's what they play. But then they make Carrie Elwes, her literal, like, widow, stake her in the heart, and then they cut the head off. I thought that that was insane. It was just petty. <laughs> I know. They were like, hey, you married her. You should kill her. <laughs> oh, God. Well, yeah, she stole her from them. I'm not going to kill the girl who chose somebody else. He cuts the head off. I feel like Van Helsing should have done it. He's the one who has like no personal attachment to anybody. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Yeah, do it yourself. Anyway. Literally the next day, Van Helsing meets with Mina and Jonathan, and he's just like, 
Now, I know he cheated on you with a bunch of vamp bitches, but did you drink their blood? And he's like, no. And he's like, oh, great. You're good. No, then. Don't no worry about then. it. You're good. Don't worry about it. Because that's totally how bloodborne pathogens work. <laughs> it doesn't vampirism. It is. You're right. I think with vampirism, it's a, it's as much about intention as it is the actual disease in the blood. Yeah. At least with turning. Well, it's in turning, you have to, they drink and then you drink. That's the way to turn is that you have to also ingest. But anyway, so at this point, Jonathan's like, well, I know where he is because I know all the properties he bought and the ancestral dirt and everything. So they're going to go to Carfax Abbey that he bought it. Meanwhile, they're like, we got to keep Mina safe. So why doesn't she stay at the mental health facility? Well, the doctor, it seems like the doctor lives there. I think so, yeah. Just amongst the screams. It's just normal things you do, people. Mikey, do you currently live in the inside of what looks like a sanitarium? That's not a head cage for for just looks back there, people. That's practical. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, but this is where she gets to meet Renfield and Renfield is like, I know who you are. You're the bride. My master covets, which is why I think it was somehow either planned beforehand or at least he told Renfield about it mentally It's just not on the screen. Yeah. But he's like, don't stay here. Get away from these men. I pray to God. I never see your face again. And I do think this is Renfield trying to save her Yeah. because later, you know, Dracula is like, you betrayed me. And I think it was this. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. But they take her upstairs to go to bed. Meanwhile, at the Abbey, they're destroying every box. They're putting candles in the ground along with crucifixes in the dirt. Yeah. And this is where the mist orbs up into Renfield's thing. It is like, you betrayed me. And he's like, no, I only served you. And then it just kills Renfield against the bars. Like, man, I thought that looked awesome. Like in a very silly, like silent filmy way. Yes. Because the smoke is literally throwing him against the jail bars, the jail cell yes. bars. Yes. What a great form that is to take. I know. Mikey, I'm sold. Smoke is the way to go, baby. Yep. And also, literally, right after killing Renfield, it turns into green sex mist, where it just goes upstairs and like, leave the door open, girl, just under the covers. And she's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, mist. What's up, mist? Give me them weird (laughs) tentacles (laughs) in that grocery store, mist. Let's go. Paige. Yeah. It's clear. That you have a thing for the tentacles. That's all I'm for saying. For Thomas Jane? Yeah, okay. Oh, no, God, okay. you did bring up tentacles again, Paige. It's like subconscious at this it's point. It's because it was in the mist. Okay. Who would you rather have sex with? Thomas Jane from the mist or Gary Oldman in this movie? Gary Oldman in this movie because like he's a vampire, so like not even gay because he's not human. I think he is human. He's just dead, <laughs> which no, technically like, makes you a necrophiliac. That's like Hold totally up. like no. no, no, no. Mikey has established his rule of no homo. It's not gay if it's a vampire. I mean, I watched Interview with a Vampire, and I think that holds up. I first of all. I think it's extra gay if it's a vampire. <laughs> They're two male vampires, so that's like vampire gay. You know what I'm saying? No, I feel like vampires have transcended normal human sexuality, so I'm going to say it's gayer if it's a vampire. I don't think so. I don't think vampires can be gay because they can't take mirror selfies. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh my god that feels very pointed to a member of your family shots fired oh. oh does your brother listen to this no of course not no he's too busy starting an instagram account based on his cat who is just catty to other people online <laughs> but not even with puns literally his instagram right now is like a story of him he cooked dinner topless of course and it's just the plate of food by his abs yeah that sounds delicious so he's a foodie Mm -hmm. 
Anyway, so the green sex miss blows Winona Ryder and then turns into Gary Oldman and she is into it. And he's like, by the way, I'm Dracula and I killed your friend. And she's just like, no, but I still love you. Damn it. It's so insane. It's insane. He's like, I just got to be honest. I fucked and then murdered your best friend. But like, you're the one for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, I can't quit you. He literally does what every fuck boy does. And goes to the next bitch's house and is like, it's always been you, babe. It's always you. It's like the Steel Panther song, Community Property, where he says, you're the only girl that I like to screw when I'm not on the road. <laughs> like, it's that. It is that. But she doesn't realize it. She doesn't realize it. And so he bites her neck and she drinks his blood back. And he's like, wait, no. But she's already drank some of it. And he's just like, okay, fine. All right. Okay. We have to talk about this because he orgasms from his chest, right? A hundred. Like, we all saw it. He, like, chestgasms into her mouth the vampire disease. Well, it is a part of vampire lore that the act of of both draining somebody and drinking their blood, but also having your blood drink is orgasmic. So. All right. Not surprising. That's pretty common in vampire stories because vampirism stories are often a commentary on the sexual permissiveness of the culture that it's about yeah okay that's fair yeah it's mm. you know every monster has their issue and and sexual pr- promiscuity and permissiveness is vampirism uh disease and consumerism is zombies you know like yeah yeah anyway so uh yeah they have a good old time drinking blood uh and then literally all the guys come and break up the party and she's just like no my vampire boyfriend but also my husband um oops uh, but this is where he turns into a weird like bat where he's got like chicken wing arms. Yeah. He looks like Ben Affleck's back tattoo for a second. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's one of the worst tattoos on earth. He does look good as his vampire form, like his bat form. But then the, the rats thing was really cool. It was it, a cool effect. It is a cool effect. Yeah. He looks like if you ordered a monster from Wingstop and specified all flats like that, because mm. that's what his arms look like. Yes, it is. <laughs> Um, but then he turns into a pile of rats. Very, very cool. Um, and they're like, we got to burn them all, but you can't get all the rats because rats are fast and crafty. And so this is where they're like, we're going to have to chase him back to Transylvania because he's traveling back to Transylvania. She is clearly turning. So we got to go. And we got to kill him before she turns completely is what if that's right. like the race against the ticking clock, you know? Yes, because Bram Stoker's Dracula functions on the I'll, I'll call it originator vampire lore where it's like if you kill the vampire that turned you you don't turn yes and so you are no longer a vampire and if you kill vampires down the line like your vampire lineage that unturns people or kills people based on who you kill yeah if someone in your upline gets killed you're no exactly. longer an advocate salesperson right exactly yeah. that's you, how vampirism like, works you get shifted into somebody else's upline but they're <laughs> eligible for the diamond bonus uh, you know yeah anyway <laughs> so dracula's taking a ship because he's he's a yachtsman he's a rich douche uh and they're gonna take the train and the train is gonna be faster and beat him there because it takes a week on the water and three days by train. Yeah. Um, but then they're also at a certain point, they realize that Dracula has sailed through the night. So he's going to get there faster than they expected. So they send Mina 
and Van Helsing in a carriage to get their first first kind of as bait yeah. while everyone else kind of converges. And it's almost implied that they, like that Dracula can like read her mind or something. And that's why he knew he had to like race to get there. Yeah. So they like double down on that and get them there even faster. And that's why they're split up and why Van Helsing and her are already at the castle before Dracula gets there, but no one else is. But no one else is there. And her and Van Helsing are there and she starts to kind of get like vibes from the other lady vampires. And yeah. she's just like, let's make out Anthony Hopkins. And he's like, okay, just a little bit. Like, oh, <laughs> uh, never <laughs> but mind. they're glamoring him. Like they are. Yes, they are. And he does put, now here's what I couldn't figure out because I remembered from Pope, Pope's Exorcist, he had that <laughs> weird holy coin that he put against somebody's head. And it seems like this shows up here, but I think what it might actually be it's is a, a piece of wafer. the Eucharist. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a it's a wafer. Yeah. And I was like, that's even more funny that one of the things in his arsenal is a tiny, easily cracked and crushed, holy blessed wafer that he has to carry around to push on to people. Could be stale. Doesn't need to be fresh. No, but even stale, they are very fragile. <laughs> I think anytime you go into battle, you go with like very fresh, you know, armor of the Lord, which includes your Eucharist. I'm going to need you to bless this entire jar of Eucharist just in case I need a snack later. Yeah. <laughs> he, and it like burns her head. It does. Well, yeah, because she didn't sign the wafer. <laughs> That is, you know, hey, she she did ask, not really ask to be cured, which I do think is funny that they're like, we got to cure her. And she's like, are we sure? I do think she always remembers how Dracula dicked her down. I think so. He's the one that like vamped away. Yeah. And so she's there with Anthony Hopkins. The other, the vampiric harem, the ladies go to sleep and he beheads all of them and then throws their heads into the river i mean he literally takes mina and like lights a ring of fire around them right so like the vampire brides or whatever you call them can't get them or whatever yeah Yeah. so they go to bed yeah like i don't understand why they were like oh they're in their ring of fire he's not gonna come out and kill us we're all fine to sleep there's like five of them, like post a guard. Well, I mean, yeah. they have to go to bed. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's three of them. You could take shifts. But yes, you could take shifts. Uh, anyway, so this is where he's now killed them, but the sun is setting and she's like, everyone's like, okay, when it's dark, he's at his full power. So now Mina is like, oh, right. I have vampiric powers. Come on, Storm. And she turns into Storm from X-Men. Yeah. Uh, for like the last bit of this movie. Oh, this part was the dumbest. A storm's not the... D- I like Storm. Storm is awesome. No, not Storm, the X-Men. Her having a Storm power. Oh, yeah, that is pretty dumb. Yeah. I do like the race to the castle through the sunset. Like, I thought it was well shot. Like, I, I actually really did sort of like this action montage. It is well shot. My only frustration with it is... We don't know who is fighting who, and they are almost indistinguishable. Yeah, we're not getting any close-ups. It's all on the wide. You're right. Yeah, it's a pile of bodies the whole time. Until they literally land at, like, the gates of the palace, and they get in a fight, and Keanu tries to slit his throat, but doesn't quite get it. Well, he slits his throat, but he doesn't cut his head off, which is, I think, what he was trying to do. Yes. And then Quincy stabs him right in the heart like a stake. Yeah. So Dracula is dying gradually, but so is Quincy, because he immediately kills Quincy. Yeah. And so at this point, they could kill Dracula, but Keanu Reeves is like, no, we got to wait. She's got to figure her shit out. Like, if you love something, let it go. Uh, So she takes Dracula into the... (laughs) 
into the castle where he bleeds out. She gives him peace by pushing the knife down further yeah. and cutting his heads off. Even though she kisses his dead, hilarious death face. Cause he like dies normal, but then dies like the ring and is just like, <laughs> eyes all the way back. It's wild. It does kind of rush his death. And then it's like credits. Well, yeah. Cause it's like death. And then it's like the picture of him and her. And then mm -hmm. she's cradling him. And then it, it ends. And I want to know if she came out with his head being like, all right, let's go back to our honeymoon now. Or if she's just like, I just live in this castle now. I wanted to know what happened after she killed, you know, like what's Jonathan's take on all this? You know what I'm saying? I know, but we don't get that because and that's, that's the, the movie. movie. So having seen the movie and we talked about the movie, what'd you guys think about Bram Stoker's Dracula? Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> I love it for all the wrong reasons. Same. Just like Winona Ryder. <laughs> I don't think I'd watch this movie again soon, but I will definitely watch it again. And I'll make people watch this movie because I want to watch them watch it. I want them to look over at me four or five times with the face saying, what is happening right now? Love it. Because that's how I felt so many times watching this movie. Yes. Worth it, though. Loved it. Yeah. This was a big budget movie. Yes. Oh, we will talk about it. And you are right. It was. I'm sure this was so fucking expensive. Yeah. Yeah. But I honestly, I fucking dig it. It's weird. It's too long. It definitely needs to be. It, it needs cuts. It's all over the place. But like, you know what? It's fucking weird and cool looking. And I'm kind of here for that. I honestly, I really like the silent era throwback stuff. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. I want more big swings. I like big swings, man. Me too. Yeah. But Paige, before we get into all the box office stuff, do you want to hit us with some fun facts? Yes. Hit us with your fun facts. Stroker. Fun, fun facts. facts. So <laughs> the wedding between Keanu Reeves and Winona Ryder, Mina and Jonathan, uh, was a reshoot. And they actually did it at a Greek Orthodox church in Los Angeles. And they filmed the entire ceremony with a Romanian Orthodox minister. And they realized afterwards that technically, oh, within married. the eyes of the church, they were married. Yeah, oh, when wow. Ryder and Keanu Reeves are married. Not in any legal sense because sure. they hadn't obviously, you know, filed Just the eyes of with God. the county under the eyes of God. And so to this day, Keanu Reeves says sometimes he still gets text messages from Winona Ryder that start with, Hello, husband. And it's an ongoing <laughs> joke that they have together, which I think is very funny. I love that. That is so cute. Like, that's great. Yes. Uh, so Prince Vlad's scream when he stabs that cross is not Gary Oldman. Uh, it's actually Lux Interior, the lead singer of The Cramps, who recorded that scream, and it was dubbed in over Gary Oldman's scream. Okay. Did the lead singer from The Cramps leave that fun fact? No, no, no. That's like it was specifically done for it to sound pained. But also Gary Oldman had hired a singing coach and diction coaches to help him lower his voice by a full octave to try and give Dracula a more sinister quality. So there was a lot of both pre-production, post-production, current production messing with Dracula's voice for this movie. Okay. So... There you go. Now, during the scene where he's shaving, and this is almost imperceptible while you're watching it, but the walls of the set gradually move inward to create a subliminal oh. growing sense of claustrophobia. Really? So they had crew members moving the walls during the scene. Yeah, and, and you don't really notice it. That's except so Except that cool. the scene is uncomfortable, but that's one of those weird things that I'm like, you know what? Pop off. <laughs> yeah. Like, go. That's very yeah. cool. Now, during the pre-production of the movie, Francis Ford Coppola had an idea 
that when in the presence of a vampire, the laws of physics don't work correctly. And this explains why shadows act independently of the figures casting them, why rats can run along ceilings upside down, and why liquid in some of those scenes drips upward. That was a cool effect. I really thought that was dope. Yeah. Yeah. The little girl who played the toddler who gets carried into the the crypt was genuinely terrified of Sadie Frost, who plays Lucy, in her makeup. And she didn't realize she would have to do more than one take. So after the first take, they had to basically stop and talk to her and be like, hey, she's just a nice lady in makeup. Don't worry. Like, it's not. Don't worry about it. She's not going to hurt you. And they had to, like, sweet talk her back into Sadie's arms for another take. They only got a handful of takes with that toddler because she was so upset. Yes. Child actors. It's it's not great. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. When Mina recalls her life as Elisabetta, basically planted there by Dracula, she refers to it as a land beyond the forest, which is the literal meaning of Transylvania. I thought it was funny that when she said that, he goes, you've obviously seen my homeland. And like, no, I mean, like, there's always land after the forest. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah, most of the time. Yeah. Um. Gary Oldman has said that he was drunk the night they filmed the scene where he had to lick blood from the straight razor. Thankfully, it was not a real straight razor. But also, this was part of a series of shoots that were all night shoots for multiple nights in a row. And the scene didn't even start filming until after midnight. Uh, And so the whole cast was tying one on and was in kind of a weird mood. Oh, that that comes across in that scene for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Gary Oldman and Winona Ryder didn't get along well during filming, which kind of surprised the rest of the cast because during rehearsals prior to principal photography, they seemed to have become friends. But then they came back from a break in the schedule, hating each other all of a sudden with no indication of what had happened. Winona Ryder has later said that there was a danger whilst working with Oldman where she found his acting style too intense and she talked to him about it and he did not receive that criticism well. Uh, But she does say that they have long since made their peace and they are now friends again. Um, But another source also claimed that Oldman played a practical joke on her to get a surprise response from her during one of the takes and she didn't appreciate it. They think that might have been part of the issue as well. I could see that. Yeah. In order to get the effect of Dracula's brides rising up from the bed and also when Lucy does it as well, uh, they consulted a team of professional magicians to help construct those rigs. So it is a Mm. practical effect as well. That's perfect. That's exactly who should do that for this movie specifically. Yep. The blue flames seen on the road to the castle are a detail mentioned in the book. It has to be. Because it's never explained in the movie. And it makes no sense in the movie. Right. But it's it's explained that one night every year, blue flames are seen over areas containing hidden treasures. And in a scene from the novel, Harker's coach driver stops several times to place rocks over them as markers in order to find them in the daytime and possibly dig up the treasure. Okay. So, But it's just a tiny detail about the superstition of the area. That's cool. Yeah. So Keanu Reeves has said... That he wasn't happy with his performance in this film, saying that he was exhausted from making several movies back to back to back to back to back. Uh, And after signing on for this role, he was three or four movies deep and he was like, I just didn't have anything left to give (laughs) to this role. I could see that. (laughs) Yeah. Now, Francis Ford Coppola added Bram Stoker's name to the title of this movie because in his personal tradition, he puts the author's names in the titles of his movies 
such as Mario Puzo's The Godfather and John Grisham's The Rainmaker. Um, others have claimed, however, that the Stoker name was included to avoid legal action from Universal Studios, who claimed to own the rights to just the title Dracula, which that Dracula does not necessarily adhere to the book. So this was also a way to kind of differentiate the two because this is not a universal film. Yeah, I thought that they did this to like plant a flag of like, we are doing this version of Dracula, right? Like that is the story we're telling in this movie. Yes. Now, Francis Ford Coppola was also not super happy with Keanu Reeves' casting and performance. He said that he did it to basically appease the studios. They wanted a young, hot star that would connect with female filmgoers. And that's how that happened. He also said that he kind of got into it with the studio over the fact that he didn't want to use any special effects or computer additions in the film. He wanted it all to be practical, which personally, that makes the movie for me. Yeah. That's the main reason to watch this movie is the wild in-camera effects. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. And I'll leave you on this. Okay. Originally, another actor really wanted and was considered heavily for the role of Van Helsing. But Anthony Hopkins was coming right off the success of Silence of the Lambs from the year before. And the second he said that he wanted the role, the other person immediately lost the role. Who do you think that other person was? I badly want it to be like Sean Connery. You say Sean Connery, Mikey. Remember, this is 1992. Nick Cage is still very Uh, young. Was he big? Big, big, big? No, I would say this person is much bigger now than they were then. Okay, so it's not Sean Connery then. It's not Sean Connery. And they also were not much older than Nicolas Cage. It kind of surprised me to read this because they would have been fairly young at the time too. George Clooney? No, although that would have been wild. Yeah, what a... No, it was Liam Neeson. No okay. shit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And those are your fun facts. Well, thank you for those fun facts, Paige. Let's talk a little bit about box office. So what do you think the production budget was for Bram Stoker's Dracula in 1992? I'm going to say $45 million. Okay. Mikey, what do you think? $35 million. You guys are on either side of it because it was $40 million, which if you adjust that for inflation today, that's $87.7 million. Now, this movie premiered on November 13th, 1992, and it was number one in the theaters the week it came out. It beat the number two movie, Passenger 57. Number three was A River Runs Through It. Number four was Under Siege. And number five was The Mighty Ducks. What do you think Bram Stoker's Dracula made in its opening weekend? 19. Okay. 15. Guys, it made... $30.5 million in its opening weekend. It was in theaters for a total of nine weeks domestically. So what do you think it brought in just domestically at the box office? 140. Okay, I'm going to say 97. Okay, Paige, you are closer. It's $82.5 million. Now, internationally, this made... $133.3 $133.3 million. So Damn. this $40 million budget movie made $215.8 million in the theaters, which if you adjust for inflation, would put that at $437.5 million. Damn. Yeah. This bonkers movie made money, guys. I'm not mad at that, honestly. Me either. 
I'm sad we don't have more movies like this coming out. But that is your box office. So, Mikey, do you want to hit him with that scary scale? Yeah, our scary scale listeners, how scary we found the film today. It's a scale of 1 to 10. Our 1 example is Ghostbusters, and our 10 example is Texas Chainsaw Massacre Page. Oh, this is a 1. This is definitely a 1. Todd. It is absolutely a 1. Yes, not scary at all. Same Z's, and that's our scary scale. (laughs) (laughs) So this week, you guys made us watch Bram Stoker's Dracula. What are you guys making us watch next week? Uh, So our next pick, because so we did werewolves, we did vampires, we're back to werewolves again. Uh, We are watching Brotherhood of the Wolf next week. Oh, I remember Mikey talking about this one, too. Jake watched this recently and really enjoyed it. So Okay, cool. So, I mean, I guess your homework for next week is to really dig in on like a two and a half hour werewolf movie and watch Brotherhood of the Wolf for next week. I'm not even going to tell you anything about it because I feel like anything I say will just ruin the magic experience of watching it the first time. You know what? I love that. But do you have a review for us to read, Mikey? No, I forgot. Well, while you're looking one up, let me read one of our Spotify comments. And this one came in on our Halloween for the return of Michael Myers episode. This one came in from David and he like he said, as a polypan Renfair nerd, I feel seen. <laughs> so David, thank you so much for that awesome comment. And if you want me to read your comment, leave us a Spotify comment. Mikey, did you find a review? I did. Whose review are you going to read this week? Uh, DJAX15. Nice. And what do they have to say? Best horror podcast ever, all caps. There's a lot of exclamation points. Why, thank you. I've been trying to find a good podcast to listen to to pass the time at work. I randomly came across episode one, and I've been hooked ever since. (laughs) The three hosts do a terrific job keeping me engaged with the conversation, and unlike other podcasts, hasn't put me to sleep. Only complaint I have is I have to watch the movies or rewatch if I haven't seen them in a while. Not because of spoilers, but because I don't want to miss the inside jokes the group has while reviewing the movies. This show has got me loving the horror genre again. Thank you. Well, DJX15, thank you so much for that awesome five-star review. And if you want to have Mikey read your five-star review... Leave us a five-star review. So, guys, if you like this show but want to hear this power thruple on another movie review show about romance and romantic comedies, check out Romancing the Pod, where Mikey, Paige, and I break down and make fun of romantic movies. It's a lot of fun, guys. Check it out. If you want to follow us on social, please do. We are at Horror Virgin or online at HorrorVirgin.com. If you want to follow us all individually, you can do that as well. Paige is at Paige Wesley on Twitter or Rampage Wesley everywhere else including tiktok mikey is at m randolph 24 and i am at todd j awesome if you like the show so much and you want to help financially support it please do by going to patreon.com slash horror virgin where you can get a lot of great levels and a lot of great stuff like bonus episodes director's cut episodes where they're a little bit longer and you get them actually a day earlier Mm -hmm, than the mm -hmm. regular feed drop we do a lot of great things like listener requests and stuff like that so guys check out the patreon and help support the show if you want to financially support me but not Todd just look me up on Venmo if you can't financially support the show that's understandable that's fine but if you want to hang out with us on the daily join the Facebook group uh, at facebook.com slash group slash horror virgin we also link it like once a week so just find it there and join the awesome Facebook group literally we're in there talking every day it's awesome and guys we got a P.O. box so if you want to send us some love letters or whatever you might send to a P.O. box it's actually not a P.O. box it's like a regular street address it's pretty awesome it's 6688 Nolensville Road, number 108-34, Brentwood, Tennessee, 37027. So send us some stuff. Yeah. 
And if you want to check out our Twitch stream, we're at twitch.tv slash Todd Awesome, where we will be playing horror video games. So if you have always wondered what it would be like to watch me get scared, you can now do that on Twitch while I play these horror games. It's twitch.tv slash Todd Awesome, guys. Check it out. It's a lot of fun for you. Not a lot of fun for me. This episode was brought to you by Tia, and Tia's teenager's been, like, driving her crazy this week. So how is Tia's teenager driving her crazy this week, guys? She keeps making out with Gary Oldman. Honestly, I get it. But as long as it's young Gary Oldman, when he's like old vampire butt crack on the head, Gary Oldman, avoid. Yes. Gross. But this episode's also brought to you by Jonathan. And Jonathan wants me to force you guys to watch some videos that he sends us every week. And this week, he sent us this video from TikTok. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw this. This is funny. Yeah, I love this. It's, it's Jason from the New York one. Jason text Manhattan. See, what I wanted was for his mask to come up and for it to be Mariah Carey. I thought it would be, yeah. I do like how it's, you know, Mariah Carey's song on the radio that they're blasting as he kicks it. Very funny. Mm -hmm. But Jonathan, thank you so much for that video and thank you so much for the support. We appreciate it. We now return you to another episode of uh, The, the Patreonicals. Here we are. Yep, here we Back go. In into this big car chase, Mad Max style. Edward is on his uh, loudspeaker because he's the bad guy. Right. With the, you know, emotion Joe. Immortan Joe. I'm pretty sure we did go with emotion Joe, though. Yeah. He was very sad a lot. Yeah. Well, he's like, y'all are going to die. And then so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> They're the 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 heroes are racing to a tanker truck that's crashed full of water that they need water for uh to live or whatever. It's like the desert. Yeah, yeah like everyone needs yeah. water. Yeah. Yeah. So they're doing that. So they uh launch a bunch of uh wait, not they. Let's get some names out. Um uh, West the handsome dude he gets very close and uh <laughs> Sunzi, who's playing the guitar that shoots fire is like you guys should um you guys should uh, shoot, uh, you know, pop their tires. It's like a good, you know, that's a good way to do stuff. And they're like, shut up, sons. He just keep playing the guitar. And so um, James Aries like, no, that's a good idea. Uh, I have my car with, uh, <laughs> with, with fucking Sex Caliber on there. Sex Caliber's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what happened to Jay's pack? What did I do with Jay's pack? I'm pretty sure he's like a fanny pack on somebody at this point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's a fanny pack. Hey, say that so I can cut out me explaining to you your thing. Well, I don't know what it is. What's an R thing? It's a. This is a collaboration, really. <laughs> you can't use that to blame us for you not knowing. <laughs> Jay's pack is on uh, Libby, who's in charge of this whole thing, and she right. pulls out a bunch of caltrips. Um, I think that's how you say that, right? Sure, but I know what you're talking about. It's like little road spikes you could throw down. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So like, you should throw them. And so uh, Isaac, Isaac's trying to carry them up, and um, Kate's using her psychic powers to carry a bunch, and then uh, Libby's still just like going in her fanny pack and just throwing. It's a, it's a lot to get out. Aaron, uh, she's actually taking a break. She's building more bow and arrows for the team because they don't have any guns, uh, and they don't like that. Um, Dreskel is uh, he's crying because he hasn't been outside of his eye. He really liked his Iron Man armor, so he is like curled up in a ball in the cab next to Libby just crying. Because he misses being Iron Man? Yeah. I get he it. He does miss that. I get it, man. Karun and uh, Natasha have their own large war school bus full of their children and then they keep launching them out in like little cars to create their 
army. They're just making kid armies fat so fast. They're like the lower rank dudes that would jump from the big cars to the small cars uh-huh, to make them uh-huh, crash. Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. my blood is gasoline. Wait, 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 Those guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Instead doing of being that. like powdery white, they're blue. <laughs> Yeah, Mr. Rage Bomb's using his fireworks to like blind the bad guys. Uh, and Wes, he's one of the bad guys, and he's like, I can't see anything. It's terrible. And um, Boezy uh, goes over to Wes and throws one under Wes's tire, and it pops, and he he throws away. He's like, it works. He's like, we got to get this water for my girlfriend, Allie, the mermaid, who needs water now because yeah. her mermaid powers are all fucked up in this new world. And so, um, and she real thirsty. Yeah, she's real thirsty. Um, Jeremy, he's like, I have an idea. And he rips his own eyes out and starts bleeding profusely and passes out. And we're like, wow, that's that was his idea. Yeah. And then Madeline, the, the jester, she's coming Wait, up. That, and she's like, hang on. Is that really what happens? That's what happens. OK, that's a setup for next time. I mean, I assumed it was. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Vixen Avery shooting her machine gun she's the only person with machine guns and she's like i'm not giving you guys any ammo but so she shoots the machine guns a little bit but she's like i gotta conserve ammo throw the cow trips or whatever so they throw them everybody splats or whatever their their tires pop and they're able to get to the water truck and get a bunch of water uh and edward's like oh change all the tires so they're changing all the tires (laughs) and that's uh river moon before the end though uh, a post-credit scene, if you will. Oh no! I love that we're now having post-credit scenes. It's just because I forgot to name her in the beginning. I know, I know. Uh, but... She went over to Jeremy and she like just pours fucking essential oils and fungus into his eye sockets. It's like we gotta, you know, help the wound. He's like, it's so much pain. He wakes back up in pain and passes out again because she hurt him more. And that's how the story ends. Well, I guess we'll have to wait till next week to find out what River Moon poured on his eyes to do whatever's gonna happen to him. On another episode of The, the Patreonicals. And that's going to be it for us, you guys. I'm Paige. I'm Mikey. And I'm your horror virgin, Todd. Keep it ooky spooky. Yeah. Have a great week. Bye. Vampire sexy nerds. <laughs>